3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: one
0: Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Woo-hoo! Mix Nutty 4.1.
5: Good morning. How's my mic level? Oh, it's hot. It's too, now it's too hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good though. I'd rather be <laughs> hot than, uh, dang, hold on a second. Let, let me bring this down here and turn this off and uh, go on. Check, check, check. One, two, three. How's that? No, oh, no, that lo- that sounds low. Uh, go ahead.
5: Check, check, check. That sounds better.
1: Yeah, we're just, we're just, we're about, to, uh, normally you're at a 10. I'm putting it down to about a five right now. Oh my order, goodness. In order to sound, like you used to sound on a 10.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so... It's, Hmm. I wonder if there's anything on my Are you
1: potted up really uh, on your end? You, you peeked out over there?
5: No, actually, I'm not. I, I usually am all the way up, and now I'm at a... a it, it has me at... Uh, a lower level now
1: because all throughout the first couple days of the week mercedes mike was super low I'm having to boost up her levels in the studio and she's having to over project -project her voice i'd rather have it here we can play around with it have some wiggle room than having no wiggle room like we did earlier in the week but it's i mean so this is where you would normally be at go ahead and talk
5: check 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 one two three see like that sounds normal in my ears when you put me down but i i know i'm peaking probably on the board and when you put me down i can't like i still sound low in my ears
1: it's just not equating. I want mean, now if it's a headphone jack thing because that is your normal setting for since for years, but it's hot on the board, so I bring it down to here and go ahead and talk. Check, check, check. One, two, three. That is perfect on the board, but it sounds super low in your ears, right?
5: Yeah, I'm trying to play around. Sorry, we're having to do this on the air. Da, 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 da. But I think
1: I think the uh, the changes that our, our engineers made yesterday will be a huge difference too when we do the 7 a.m. social club. Because when you if uh, for the past like week, if you would get off your microphone, we couldn't hear you. Obviously, yeah. we knew something was wrong. So when we tested yesterday, you were off your mic talking, and I could hear you clear as day. It was fantastic. Okay,
5: well, see if I if I up my headphones, and you're super loud, and I'm normal so i just we're gonna get this figured out but the bottom line is at least i can hear myself let me try one more thing let me see if this works nope it didn't Uh, i thought they figured they fixed my uh there's a system we use called wide orbit and i have my own and i should be able to i can see what's going on but i can't control things like i can if i use yours Let's so see. I'm going to go ahead and use bring yours up, and then now I have yours. Okay.
1: I want to try one more thing, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to get loud. But I want to. I'm going to bring you up to where I had you at earlier in the week okay. when the microphone was low. So now we're at the level you were at earlier in this week. Go ahead and talk. Check. Ooh right it is like so there's, there's that's yeah. out. uh-huh so yeah. i'd rather ha- i'd rather have room to play with it than not have room to play with it so yeah we'll get, we'll get you dialed in but at least we're we're heading in the right direction my friend yeah
5: we'll take that yeah. for sure so <laughs> welcome to the show it is wednesday august 3rd thank you guys so much for joining us uh midweek yeah it still sounds weird to me but that's okay anyway how are you how was, how was your night last I, night
1: I, i'm good it was uh, it was a day of um health in our house laura went and she got her invisalign braces put on so she was uh, that was an adjustment for her last night getting used to having those on and the rule with those she was telling me you can have them off for a total of two you need to wear them for 22 hours a day because you can pop them off when you eat and, and other things so but she had them on for all last night into this morning so she's still getting used to her Invisalign and then I had an eye exam which I had my first eye exam since I, I don't know grade school I haven't had an eye exam in a long long time because I went because Things were getting a little bit fuzzy when I, when I looked down, and I did the eye test and everything, and the doctor, she was awesome. I, I have 20-20 vision. Vision is perfect. It's, um, it's just, you know, as you start to get a little bit older, sometimes things start to get a little fuzzy, so she recommended, if I need them, to use some readers, which I've been using, so I got my readers here this morning, and... Uh, I I really thought my vision was we messed up and so, said no it's 2020 you're good you're not far sighted you're not near sighted you just need to use readers when you need them
5: that's interesting like wait, if your vision's blurred but you still have 2020 vision well
1: it's not it's not blurry in front of me it's not blurry uh, uh, reading like a book or something it's when, it's when I'm looking down and reading and that that's when things get uh, a little bit off and she was explaining the whole thing there's a lens behind your eye that's yeah. flexible and but as you get older normally after 35 is when people start to feel it is that that lens starts to firm up. And it's not as flexible as it was before. And she said, there's a term I had to write it down. Press biopia Press biopia, is a term to use, describe it. Um, which is starting to go on with me, but she's like, yeah, your vision is 2020. I did all the tests and everything. And, and I'm like, okay, interesting. I thought you were going to say was the expert. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was like, no. So we, we talked about the readers and then, um, I'm going to get a pair of, what are known as transitions. So if I want to have like the readers on to read something, but still look up and see you, uh, I won't have blurry vision.
5: Oh, that's <laughs> the transition. So it, it's like a different kind of look on the bottom than it is on the top. Yeah, so it's like it's like read
1: because like, like here are my readers. If I put the readers in now, like everything looks. I can see you know everything. Readers are magnifying glasses. with the R, so I can I can read. But then if I look up to see you, you are so blurry because I'm looking through these readers. I'm looking through these magnifying lenses at you. So these transitions. I'll be able to look down and read stuff very clear, but look up and see you with no problem.
5: That's cool. So yeah, you're gonna feel start feeling better and start a, you know being able to see things better, which is nice.
1: Yeah. So, but I was I I, I was I was like you. I was stunned. She talked about you. She's the like, perfect vision. I'm like, what is my vision? She, like, you're 2020. I'm like, I am. She's like, yes. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, I'm sure you're 2020. That's great. That's some good news there.
5: I know you were kind of worried about that.
1: Yeah, I was thinking like, what's going on? Do I need a prescription? But yeah, so that's where that's where I am. And that was our day of health in our house yesterday.
5: A very nice. Everyone's getting up to speed, back to normal. Yes. Okay. How, how was your day? <laughs> Mine was good. We, um we I, I did uh, Las Vegas Now, the TV show yesterday afternoon. I had a couple things to fix uh, around here. Got home last night. We, we did dinner and uh we were we were watching um Yankees game and then i got the news about Vince Scully and i was just like so sad about that last night i and we're going to talk more about it and what's trending but um it, just i i don't know it's weird how certain celebrities deaths can affect you and especially one that you know, you you're like you've never met the person in your life, but I got that, and I was so sad for the rest of the night, and I, I fell down the YouTube rabbit hole, just watching old Vin Scully clips and and listening to that voice, and and so yeah, I was just kind of bummed last night seeing that that news that he passed away at ninety four.
1: Yeah, so it's a very sad news. The guy has been the, the soundtrack of so many people's lives. It's just if you're a baseball fan, Dodgers fan especially, he's been there your entire life, just kind of in the background or also in the in the, in the forefront too, calling baseball games and it was sad news to hear that last night
5: yeah i was uh really bummed to see that but yeah we so we we talked a little bit about baseball last night and we my husband and i were he actually met vin scully once and he said he was just the nicest man so we were talking about that and then after that we watched um only murders in the building there was a new episode out last night and then i just crashed i i had one of those dreams where i thought where i woke up and i thought it was friday i was like yeah friday oh <laughs> wednesday <laughs> so yeah kind of uh, uneventful night for me, but we are so happy to be here with you guys this morning, getting ready to kick things off. Let's do it. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Rock Me Amadeus by Falco? Do you want to hear Changes by Tupac?
3: That's just the way it is.
5: Or do you want to hear Jaded by Aerosmith? Those are your choices. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us at 702 364 9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
0: It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Tom
1: Cruise apologized to a couple for interrupting their hike with his stunts. So this happened to a couple in the UK. They say they were out walking on a mountain when Tom arrived on a helicopter at the top of the mountain to do a paragliding stunt. And he apologized to them when he noticed them with their dog. He said, sorry for disturbing your peaceful walk with all the noise. I like your dog. And then he said, see you later, folks. And then jumped off the clip. Off the cliff. And then there's actually photos of him at the bottom of the mountain. People, the the people, I guess, up top didn't get pictures of him. But when he landed down bottom, people were taking photos of Tom Cruise landing. No word on what he was filming, but they're saying it was probably for the next Mission Impossible movie.
5: Oh, gosh. They're going to keep making those, huh? Until he's.
1: He's off this earth. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a Mission Impossible. They can't make him anymore because he's not here. Lots of Mission Impossibles. I I think it's up to number eight is what they're on right now. Oh, my goodness. This is good news for Stranger Things fans. Writers have begun working on season five of Stranger Things. They posted a photo of a blank whiteboard, just the logo that they drew on there, and everything else is just blank. So it's a blank slate to start for season five. Really? Really? If good, they would have, I think they might have a, a plan of where they're going, though, based on they how season have they to. have to have. Like, yeah. What, what do you want to do now, guys? I don't know. What should we do next? Exactly. Okay, name this TV show. I'll play the, the theme song. You name the TV show from the 90s. Okay. Fire, fire. Beavis the butthead. Yeah, Beavis the butthead. So there's a new season of Beavis and Butthead, and it's set to return August 4th. What, that's tomorrow, is it? Uh, to Paramount+. Plus and it's going to feature music videos from Olivia Rodrigo, Post Malone, and also BTS. And then I was thinking of you, Mercedes, the second episode of the new season features Beavis letting it slip that he's a member of the BTS Army. Oh,
5: I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm so, this has been such a, like, a crazy week because, um, well, J-Hope from BTS had his, uh, concert at Lollapalooza on Sunday. I was so excited about that. And then all this week, I'm seeing BTS, BTS, BTS everywhere. I'm, like, so excited. I'm like, wow, all this BTS stuff. I was like, oh, it's, that that BTS stands for back to school. So, because, like, I keep seeing, like, we're talking about BTS today, um, uh, like, on Las Vegas Now and I'm like, it's BTS week. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, it's back to school week. We're talking about back to school stuff. The same thing That's got so me. I'm so
0: excited. At Las Vegas
1: Now. I was there on Monday and I opened up the scripts and it was like, it was someone's name. Uh, I was like, Jessica, something. And it's like, uh, BTS. I'm like, what is she? She's tied in a BTS? The band? How sweet. And like, no, back to school. I'm like, oh. Uh, I know. I've been I, I've been like the highest of highs and then the lowest of lows this week. We got Beavis and Butthead with BTS uh, on, on the episode number two. Let's talk about ticket sales. Polestar. Just released a list of the top touring artists worldwide based on how many tickets they've sold over the years. And they went all the way back to 1980 to calculate this. So at number the number five, it's it's Elton John.
0: 19.7
1: million tickets he've sold. Uh, number four. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. They've sold 21 million tickets since 1980. Rolling Stones.
0: I
3: can't
1: They're number three. They've sold 22 million tickets. Number two. Wow. Dave Matthews Band, 23 million tickets. They've sold since 1980. They weren't around in
3: 1980,
5: but... that's uh, Dave Matthews Band's not a concert. It's like a jam session. Have you ever been to a Dave Matthews Band concert? I've been to two. I, I've been to only one, and I had a blast. It was so much fun, but I just felt like I was at in someone's living room with a ton of people, and they were just jamming. Yeah, <laughs> It
1: was so good. Do you remember Vegas, the, the festival yes. we had here that in Las Vegas? was, like,
0: the
5: first Vegas festival. That was really cool. And
1: Vegas was, like, 2005, 2006, and Dave Matthews Band was a headliner one year, and also The Killers were a headliner out there. It was at a Sam Stadium. Yeah. The band that has sold the most tickets since 1980 is YouTube. 26 million tickets they sold,
5: Damn. and a lot more to come when they uh, open up the MSG Sphere here.
1: That's for yeah, sure. That's a good point. We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. Actually, right around 7:15. It's Mixed 94.1. Hey.
0: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
1: 1670.
0: And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC.
1: Good morning and welcome to the
5: show. It is Wednesday, August 3rd, 6 o'clock. Thank you guys for joining us as we are midweek week i uh you were talking about you guys had your health day you, you and your wife kind of mm-hmm. took care of your health yesterday i need to I need to make an appointment i I'm not like I'm not panicking or anything but like i I have this mole on my wrist and I feel like it it it's it changed maybe it didn't change my husband's like that mole has not changed and I was like I don't know it's bugging me so i'm a, I, I gotta go find a dermatologist to get my mole checked out
1: the uh the place where we go. The doctors that we do, uh, one of them is uh, does have a specialty in dermatology. Oh, dermatology, dermatologist. Yes. So he, I think, he could, if you wanted to, you could probably pop in there this afternoon and probably do a quick look at it.
5: I, uh, my, my regular doctor is like, if you want, I can. Cu- you can come by the office and take. I'll, I'll take a look at it if I think you need to see a dermatologist. I can send you to one. Um, so I might just go to my regular doctor first. But thank you for the uh, for the referral. I uh, I might take you up on it. I just uh, I was like. I don't know. I I mean, I've always had this mole on my wrist for my entire life, but the other day i was getting my skin done and the the my uh, not anesthesiologist esthetician <laughs> my esthetician goes have you always had that mole and i was like "Ah, uh, yeah my entire life and she's like have you ever had it checked out And i was like why are you putting this in my brain <laughs> now i'm getting like paranoid i was like i i have not and ever since she said that it's been in my brain now i whenever i see it i'm like i should get it checked out but it's just it's really small it's just, now I'm super paranoid since she mentioned it.
1: You might be hyper-focused on it. Is yeah. It, it's, it's, I know it's on your wrist there. Is it possible maybe you bumped it or rubbed it, and that's why it might look irritated you scraped it on something? It's just like a, a scratches on top of the And I, mean, I definitely want to get it checked out, yeah. but maybe it's something you, you rubbed, and that's why it looks a little different to you?
5: Well, I wear these crystals on my wrist, and so they rub up against it all the time. So, yeah, that could be it. I don't know. I'm still going to get it checked out, but uh, yeah, it's, it's like when someone puts something in your head, and now you're, I, I can't not focus on it ever since she's done that. She did that. <laughs>
1: (laughs) So I'm at my eye exam yesterday. We finished. Everything's great. She looks deep in my eyes, the whole thing. Like I said, first eye exam in, in gosh, decades. And um, they had pictures and everything, and we finished. And she says, this is going to seem really odd, but have you ever had a colonoscopy? I'm like, What? What kind of eye places? Yeah. One? What do you have in store for me, doctor? We doc? can do one right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> we do eyes and call. She's she well. You have a small freckle in your eye. They you can see it right here, and she showed me. She gets like, nothing. It's nothing to be concerned about. Uh, just, but there's a thing. If if we were ever to see three freckles in a row, there could be an indication for guys that the, that you might have a polyp. I'm like what? Really? So yeah, it's 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 really interesting. But so you don't, you you have one. It's small. It's nothing. She says, but just you know. Just think about getting a colonoscopy in the future. i tell not telling you to get one right now, but just put it in the back of your mind. I'm like, all right. So I walk out of there. I'm like, oh, I got to get a colonoscopy yeah,
5: now. Yeah. Like, I would, that would be the first thing I would do now. <laughs> yeah. They, and and that's, that's why they're there. They're the experts. But, yeah, it's amazing how they can say one thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> but do it now. Here you go, doctors go. Yeah. Tell me what you got. Can you do that? Do you specialize in that? <laughs> the same same lenses you're wearing right now. Can you see elsewhere with it? Oh, that's, man. It, it does. It get, they put it, the, that seed in your head, and it, the things just start to grow. But I think, I'm sure maybe it's just something that you rubbed, or we'll see.
5: Well, yeah. I'm just, yeah, it doesn't hurt. It takes me, you know, just a, a little while to run in and, and get that checked out. But, yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about that this morning when you mentioned health. I was like, oh, that's right. i, I got to get this more. Checked out.
1: I got to do my, uh, I still need to do it. I was going to do it over our break, but I just, things got away from me. The, uh, my, my, initial blood work with our, with our doctor. But because of that, I need to fast all morning. That, that's the deal, right? But can I have caffeine?
5: You can have coffee, but no like creamer or anything in it. You, but that's it. You can't have like your, your protein drinks. Just for, or, yeah. yeah.
1: No energy drinks. Yeah.
5: You can have like, um, water and coffee with no creamer. That's what I've been told. <sighs> Yes. It's tough, but you can do it. And we, you know, we get off the air, just leave right after the show, and then run over. There's a place um, right nearby where you can get your blood work done. You just make an appointment. That way
1: you don't have to wait forever. Well, I'll go to our, our place. MK oh, Medical. Yeah, that's now, right. I
5: didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. You go there and they'll do it. Yeah. yeah go boom. right there and get it done. Oh, my God. You just got to leave right after the show. I know. I've done that before. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh. See, most people don't wake up as early as we do, uh, uh, unless you're up a, right now, mm. of course. Uh, so they just kind of wake up and go over there. But yeah. we've got to do a whole shift. We're, we're, yeah, we're halfway through our day
1: at that point. So, that, yeah, that's next for my medical uh, medical fun. Coming up on today's show, my gosh, so much going on. Katy Perry, we've got your tickets at 940. You're going to go see Katy Perry. We also have uh, the trip for you. To see Harry Styles, we gave away a trip yesterday. Candice, she won. How excited was she when she won those, those that tickets? That
5: was amazing. She was. She had no idea she won. We thought she thought she was just like maybe a finalist or something. No, she won. <laughs> and you can win too. Make sure you're listening at
1: nine o'clock this morning. Now, up next, we have what's trending. What do you have for us? The
5: loss of a legend, a remake of a cult classic, and how you can add some Snickers to your snack. That's coming up next. in what's trending? <laughs>
0: Probably trending already. We're trending, well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix ninety four point one.
5: Well, we talked about it earlier. Vin Scully is trending this morning. The icon, Vin Scully, passed away uh, yesterday. He was ninety four years old, and what a life! the The longtime voice of Dodger baseball passed away. The team released a statement last night saying Vin Scully was the heartbeat of the Dodgers and in so many ways the heartbeat of Los Angeles I mean just how many people got excited when they heard this
0: It's time for Dodger Baseball
5: I just get chills when I hear it. Dodger president and CEO Stan Kasten said, we have lost an icon. The Dodgers, Vince Scully, was one of the greatest voices in all of sports. He was a giant of a man, not only as a broadcaster, but as a humanitarian. His voice will always be heard and etched in our minds forever. He started calling games for the Dodgers back in nineteen fifty when the team was still in Brooklyn. He continued to provide play-by-play for the team following its move to L.A. in 1957, calling nearly every one of the biggest moments in Dodgers history up until his retirement in 2016. Um, how about when he called Hank Aaron's 715th home run in
0: 1974? One ball and no strike. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive the deep left center. Goes back to the gone.
5: I mean, that was uh, th- that's just amazing. I think one of the most uh, most popular calls, though, was when he called uh, Kirk Gibson's walk off home run. In 1988, Game One of the 1988 World Series, uh, Gibson was initially held out of the Dodgers lineup with injuries to both legs. But he called up; he got called up to pinch hit in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs, and this is what happened. And
0: all year long, he answered the demand until he was physically unable to start tonight with two bad legs.
1: Uh, that moment in baseball, I remember watching that as a kid and seeing him hobble around the bases after he hit that home run. I mean, that's a, that's has to be one of the top five moments in baseball. And
5: the fist pump. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll do that when <laughs> yep. I do something good. I'll be like, Gibby. <laughs> but he didn't only call baseball. Uh, does anybody remember the catch 1981 NFC Championship? Joe Montana to Dwight Clark. He, he did a great job with football, too. Third
3: and three.
1: Oh, that one hurts, actually. (laughs) That was against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that was against the Cowboys. That is one of the most famous uh, plays in football, too, still to to this day. Has to be one of the top ten most famous plays in football. And there's Vin Scully calling that play. (sighs) Just something, I mean, announcers that call ball games, like in, in hockey games or any sport, I think of Dave and Shane. I hope they know the connection they have to the fans and people watching watching the games because how many times do people turn to a Dodgers game and just maybe things are going rough in their life or just just not their way and they turn to a ball game for comfort and there's Vin Scully calling the games for them he's they're always there for you I hope they realize the importance they have it, on the fans that listen
5: there's such a comfort mm-hmm. in it and yeah it's uh it, it just in an icon like that I I was I was actually really sad last night I'm still really sad just to, you know what a legend what a legend. Ninety-four great years. No cause of death has been named yet, but um, but yeah, it's just uh, the longtime voice of Dodger baseball. One last time before we move on.
0: It's time for Dodger baseball. Oh, I just love that. Legend,
5: absolute legend. <laughs> also trending this morning is Roadhouse. Jake Gyllenhaal is coming for one of Patrick Swayze's '80s gigs. It was uh, announced that Jake Gyllenhaal is going to take on Patrick Swayze's iconic role in a remake of the movie roadhouse now the idea first surfaced last year in november but now it's definitely in motion the 1989 movie was only a minor hit when it was first released and a poorly reviewed one at that but it has attained status as one of those cult classics uh it sounds like the new version is gonna up the action even more Hall is going to play a dive bar bouncer with a mysterious past as a former UFC fighter and the setting will move from Missouri to the Florida Keys. The new roadhouse is set to begin production in the Dominican Republic later this month. No release date as of yet.
1: It was the top gun for bouncers.
5: It was. My, mm-hmm. uh, my husband loves that movie. Like, he is obsessed with it. If it's ever on one of the channels, he will watch it. And uh, I'm always like, why do you love this movie so much? I don't know what it is about it.
1: It's, yeah, it's a cheese factor, but it's, it's, I don't know. I think I've only seen it a couple times. It's been a long time since I've, since I've seen it. But Patrick Swayze, I mean, he was, he was a, such a tough guy in that movie, but yeah. also so cool in that movie. And I think there were also some professional wrestlers that were playing backup, um, backup bouncers in that movie as well.
5: Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So like
1: if you're a wrestling fan and you're watching or recognize some old school wrestlers in Netflix.
5: It is coming back. And then finally this morning Snickers is trending a new seasoning blend. That makes everything taste like Snickers is being rolled out to stores nationwide this month. The Mars Candy Company partnered with a condiment brand for it. Each jar is filled with around seven ounces of Snickers, but in powder form. It's supposed to be for things like ice cream, milkshakes, pancakes, frozen yogurt, stuff like that. This isn't the first time a candy has been turned into a seasoning. The same brand released a Twix version last year. And before that, I don't know if you remember me talking about it. They did a Cinnamon Toast Crunch version mm-hmm. called Cinnamon of dust. Um, so the Snickers version should be available everywhere by the end of the month, and that is what's trending.
1: It's Wednesday, so we have two truths and a lie. Well, I should be live streaming it on YouTube and Facebook. Are you ready? Do you, have, do you have your truth lined up? Do you have your lie lined up, ready to go?
5: I've got it all lined up. You're not going to be able to tell which is which with me. I I've love got the him. confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but you can be the judge. Yeah, well, two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us will be lying. And also, we'll be live streaming on our YouTube channel if you want to check it out, Mercedes in the Morning, and also on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. Sometimes you can tell who's lying just by looking into their eyes. So two truths and one lie is coming up next.
3: The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah. You've heard well, of Yeah, it.
5: because babies play that at their birthday parties.
3: Okay, whatever. It's a good game.
5: Every Wednesday we do it. Two truths and one lie. Two of us are telling you the truth. You can trust us. The other one is just lying don't believe a word they say can you tell who is doing what if you want to join us on our live stream we are on youtube mercedes in the morning you can check out our channel like and subscribe also you can find us on our facebook page where we are also live streaming so we've all got our assignments what we are doing uh two of us are going to tell the truth one of us is going to lie anybody want to start
1: I'll start. Okay. So I don't think anyone's going to believe me. I've been sitting on this um, since vacation, but uh, I'll, g- I'll give it a shot here. I'll give it a shot, see so if you guys believe me. Uh, let me get the, uh, we have 30 seconds on the clock. It starts. We're going to wrap up music, then i got to finish. So I'll start here. While I was on vacation in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, I saw one of the cast members of the TV show, Yellowstone. His name is Jake. Do you watch Yellowstone? If you do watch Yellowstone, he's one of the ranch hands that kind of looks like a. he could also be an accountant. He's, not, uh, he's on a bunch of the episodes, but you see him other, other the other ranchers, like real gritty and stuff. He's like clean cut. He's got glasses and stuff. But I saw him in a hotel in Jackson Hole in, in the lobby of a Marriott hotel. He was there with his family doing their thing. I'm like, hey, that's, that's the guy from Yellowstone. And there he was. I don't believe that for a second. You—that is
5: your favorite show. You would have told us that immediately. We send each other a list of what we want to talk about the next day, um, and you would have—that would have been top of your list. I saw someone from Yellowstone. Do you agree, Steph? I—I uh,
2: I don't. I don't. Can you hear me?
1: Well, your mic's now really low. Oh, How about no.
2: now? Oh, no. How about now? Check,
5: That's
1: check. better. Okay.
2: Um, I don't know because there are times where we save our stuff for two truths and a lie. So there's that part of me that wants to believe him. And then there's the other part that believes with you. And Mercedes is like, oh, that would have been the top of his list. What celebrity did you run into? And that would have been him. So I'm a little bit torn at the moment. I, he wouldn't have saved it for this long. We've been back for like three weeks now.
1: Well, there's the there's rhyme and reason. I I was going to bring it up re- week one, but then I got my speeding ticket. So I decided to go with a speeding ticket thing that happened in my life. And I just, just kind of put it off. And I didn't walk up. I didn't take a picture, not a handshake. He's like a third or fourth tier character. So I thought about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put it on my list of, st- of things. Or do I just sit on this thing? It's an easy thing to sit on. Jake from Yellowstone looks like a nice dude. He's got family and stuff. Just kind of hanging out in the lobby of the Marriott in Jackson Hole. Okay. So I decided to sit on it till when the time was right. And this morning I woke up and I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to go with it today.
5: I don't know. Huh. I, I feel I feel like he's lying, but you guys be the judge. You can decide. Um, I will go next. Uh, l- yes, I'm ready.
1: Oh, no, that that one. Whoa. That's a drum roll. I get a drum roll? Yeah, you do. You're that special. Here she is. It's Mercedes. You're okay.
5: Good. Um so last night, every night I go on a walk with my husband, we do a quick uh, lap around the neighborhood and as we were walking, this is the second time it has happened, there was a gigantic dead rat on the sidewalk. Now, I'm not talking about like a rat who just like got run over or something. This thing must have been crawling its last legs and just died on the sidewalk. And it was fat; it was disgusting. And it was in front of my neighbor's house. And I was like, "Ooh, get away from me!" It was gross. So you saw a dead rat last night? Yes, a fat dead rat. But it just—it was odd because I think he got poisoned. And he just walked and
0: just, <laughs> he says,
5: oh. and just died there on the on the ground.
1: You do have you mentioned the rat problem in your neighborhood before. You there, guys have rat traps there, and everything.
5: Well yeah, because like everybody has fruit trees in my neighborhood. So where are you gonna go? <laughs> to the fruit trees.
2: It's disgusting. So with this rat, did you report it? Do you? What do you guys do when you see a to dead the rat, rat? Patrol, yeah. Like, is there an animal control you call, or what's the protocol? No, it's just
5: it's laying dead in front of my neighbor's house. Like, it, it, it's on the sidewalk in a high traffic area, and I was like. Oh gosh. And I'm like, did we kick it? What do we do? I'm like, just leave it. And let them deal it. What with are we it. sleeping?
1: You kick it. Hey. No, it's
5: dead. It is dead. Did you take doornail. a picture of this dead rat? I did actually.
1: Did you put it in an Instagram story last no, night? No, I
5: did not, but I have a picture if you'd like to see it when we're done.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it when we're done. <laughs> I don't know if I
2: want to see it when we're done.
5: <laughs> so that is my story. I saw a dead rat in my neighborhood. Second time it's happened in a couple of weeks, so they're They're out and about.
1: We got Jake from Yellowstone, a dead rat in Mercedes' neighborhood, and Steph, you're up.
2: All right. So, again, Hawaii, we went to, uh, on our ho- summer vacation. And I, I'm bringing this up because I'm, I've saved it. And it's when we went to the Luau, We the event started at 5 o'clock. And then we, you know, it's 8 o'clock. The show hasn't started. And we wanted to go to Disney Alani. And it's right next door. And the Disney ears, the store closed at 9. So we left the Luau early, missed the entire main show just to get Alani, Disney Alani ears oh
3: liar I hope, I hope that's on this a for so long
2: <laughs> that's
5: true yeah right yeah, yeah there's no way you would have been, been on your list <laughs> we got two liars
1: today no. but staff is so tricky she tells us uh tells us a t- and she said if the dinner started at five which, but i was lying guys dinner started at 5 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different you skipped an entire dinner just to get these Mickey Mouse ears?
2: Well, the dinner part we we made, the show, like the main thing with like the dancers and like the the, the fire people, I, I totally missed. To, and these are for get... the
1: ears that you gave Mercedes?
2: These are for the ears I got Mercedes, oh, but I also man. got ears for me and a, my for my cousin, who's also a big Disney freak. Oh, man.
5: I, I feel like you you talked about how connected you were with Hawaii. I don't think you would have missed that. I think you would have gone on a different day. I think, I I don't think the two were on the same day. And if they were, I think there was time apart. I think you know better than to schedule during the luau. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you're such a good planner, too. That sounds like a non-step thing. Yeah. You wouldn't plan it out properly. Like but. I
2: didn't rush everything in one little trip? Like I, I planned it out? Okay.
5: okay. Yeah, you seem
1: like a planner to me.
2: Okay. Okay. Who's telling the truth
5: and who is lying? You can text us at 702-364-9400 or you can comment. Um, Emma says Mercedes is telling the truth. There are so many rats in Vegas. Uh, Frank says, I think JC is lying. I got to agree with Mercedes. He would have talked about that and definitely would have taken a photo. Uh, Jeremiah says, I did professional landscaping, and Vegas does have a lot of large (laughs) rats and mice. Uh, Let's go to our text line. says, Daniel says, don't need to hear the others. JC is lying. (laughs) That was like right. That came in right away. Uh, This one says, I think Steph is lying. I agree. I think she would have planned much better on that one. So, what do you guys think? Let's do the big reveal. <laughs> Truth teller number one. Me!
1: You saw a dead rat last night. The,
5: the dead rat, is, and, and you wanted a photo. Does anyone want to, yeah, see, want the to see the photo? It. Uh, not, that I don't, not that I don't
1: believe you. I just want, I want to see how big zoom this thing is. <laughs> oh no. Look at that little guy. He's just
5: laying there on the sidewalk. Ratatouille week Oh poor guy
2: You brought him back from Paris Oh it's not Remy <laughs> That's for sure
5: Yeah so. Poor little devil. He's dead I know I saw I, There's a dead rat And like I said That's the second one I've seen in a couple weeks So I'm scared I'm Checking the rat traps Around my
1: house His memory lives on We talked about him On the radio So what a tribute to the Rest guy Rest in peace yeah. rat yeah, Okay
5: Alright Truth
2: teller Number Two Miss Hawaii did not go to Luau to finish the Luau. <laughs> I I was really sad, but I also did not regret it. We were walking out and the guy goes, You guys are missing the main show. And we're like, I know, but I gotta go to Alani before it closes. Oh. <laughs> so I missed the main thing. But I did get a lot of pictures. I got, ate dinner. I got a lot of souvenirs. So I got a three hours of the luau, just not the last part. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. No. So nice of you
5: So now so I have <laughs> Now I have to go back To Hawaii and finish The luag I'm so touched JC lied
1: Someone's gotta do it <laughs>
3: It's not like I came in And said a lot lie To these guys this morning I had to come up With a lie I thought
1: about it Actually I had this Ready to go For the week we came Back from vacation I'm yeah. like I'll bring it up And then I had the truth and then last week I'll bring it this whole thing of of the guy from Yeltsin, I'll bring it up. I had a truth last week, and so I finally got the lie this morning. And I'm like, ah, oh, I guess I'll go with that Jake lie.
5: That old lie that I've had in the
1: the lies been sitting there since mid July. But yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> I didn't see him.
5: Frank says that 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 this is a mouse, not a rat. That is a rat. That is a rat. That's a rat. <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's a dead one. Regardless. It's it's dead.
1: All right. we got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us?
5: Okay. We are going to talk about, uh, oh, why working for a lower wage can actually make your brain age faster. We'll explain this really interesting new study. Also, how many good friends do most of us have? And... A guy starts a wildfire and wait until you hear why he started that wildfire. We're
2: going to talk about all of that coming up next in the hot three.
0: It's time for the Hot 3
1: on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Continuously working for low wages
5: leads to significantly faster memory decline. When someone works in a low-paying job... The brain ages faster than someone making a good salary. This study from researchers at Columbia University note that um, previous studies have linked low-wage jobs to depressive symptoms, obesity, hypertension. All of these conditions increase a person's risk for accelerated cognitive aging. But the latest research provides new evidence that sustained exposure to low wages during peak earning years is associated with accelerated memory decline later in life.
1: We talked about it on the show. You mentioned it earlier in the week, I think, about when you walk into a room to get something and you completely forgot what you walked in there to get.
5: Oh, my gosh, yes. It happened to
1: me last night. I go for, I start my run, and I'm like, something I had to do when I get home. I'm like, oh I'll do when I get home. Cool. Think of this thing. Come running, do my run, maybe 15-minute run, get back to the house, get up there. I'm like, I'm going to go. What was I going to do? Whatever I was going to do was very important. I cannot remember what I was going to do last night. Well, blame
5: it on working a minimum wage job when you were younger. I think so.
1: <laughs> it's, it's something very important. I got home like I'm going to go do what I could, what was. It going to do just the, then. The thought was just gone out of my mind. I'm sure it'll pop in my head later on this afternoon, and I'll forget it again. But th- that is so frustrating when that happens.
5: It's so. It's, it's. I did the same thing last night. I, we went on our walk when I saw the rat, and I told my husband as I, as I was leaving, "Remind me when I get home. I got to check the um uh, the the numbers on my protein shakes to see if." They're part of the recall he's like got it so i walk in the door and i'm like I was supposed to remember to do something. What was I supposed to remember to do? He's like, I have no idea. I was like, ah! So I'm like, what was I supposed to do? And I could not remember. And then this morning, I'm getting my stuff ready to leave. And I was like, the protein shake! So I run into the pantry, pull them out, um, set them on the counter. So when I get home, I'll see them. And I'll be like, check the numbers on these.
1: Wouldn't it be great if we got back from the walk? And Matt's like, I forget. I don't know. Do you want a protein shake? Yeah, let's have a shake. Yeah, Yeah, let's go. I get home, I'm like, who put these protein shakes out here? What the heck? <laughs> but then you, then you then you go to look at me forget you get what numbers you're looking for. What was the dates on these? Exactly. Things? Oh my gosh. that's what
5: I'm worried about. Also, this morning, um, a new study is revealing just how many good friends each one of us has in our life, and how many we actually need. They discovered that the average person spends over two thousand nights out over the lifetime of a friendship. That seems like a lot. I mean, I I know that's over the lifetime. But two thousand nights out? Do you think you've had two thousand nights out with your with with your close friends?
1: No, no, I don't. I don't. That's either. a lot of nights out. You know go all the way back to friends that I've had for for twenty some years. I mean, I don't think we've gone out two thousand times. No. Uh, uh,
5: yeah, they they also spent thirty nine thousand hours laughing. And sharing 630 secrets with their closest companions. They found that the average friendship lasts for 17 years. And that 17% of people say they have had the same best friend for over 30 years. The study also looked at the factors that people believe make someone a good friend. And being a good listener was at the top of the list. They also say that their best friends give them honest outfit advice. They make them laugh. And they always send embarrassing photos on their birthday.
1: I, I, the, the, I'm i so back on the 2,000 nights out. That gives me anxiety thinking of that. You, you start a new friendship, knowing you you're, you're go out 2,000 nights. That's a lot of going out. That
5: is a lot of going out. That seems a bit high to me, but I don't know. Maybe they just interviewed some really good friends.
1: <laughs> Who like to party. <laughs> yeah. And then no, 636 kidding. secrets. That's a lot of secrets to have to keep.
5: That's a lot of secrets. And then also the fact that they always send embarrassing photos on their birthday. Do you... Uh, your birthday is coming up. It I'm is. trying to think if I have an embarrassing photo of you. Let me see here. Do you,
1: are they talking send it or post it? Of, I see a lot of people posting in stories. Hey, happy birthday, Tommy! Remember this? And it's like Tommy's half naked, drunk. Like,
5: uh, I think it's just sending. But um, yeah, I would never post something with unless I had permission. Let's see. I I've got some like uh, some some early JC photos back in the day. I don't. Oh, I got an embarrassing one. I got
1: embarrassing. Has it seen the light of day before? Is it uh, just between you? And I feel I?
5: like maybe we have posted it before, but you're wearing a baby bonnet and a baby um bib.
1: Oh, radio your yeah, Radio Truth of Day has provided many great photos for us. Yeah,
5: I've got that one. Uh I've got a picture of you um back in the day with uh when you first started your Red Bull. It's not an embarrassing photo. You just don't have any it's just an old haircut. Um but yeah, I think as I go through here, I could find quite a few pictures. <laughs> My favorite picture of you is the one when you we were riding the. The cars ride, and uh, some some random stranger sat next to you, and you're stuck in the middle. And the look on your face is just priceless. You look
1: so unhappy. <laughs> we waited forever in line, I think, and we get on. Am I in the front with your two daughters?
5: Yeah, yeah. But you're stuck in the middle, and you're just. Uh, and the the man that sat next to you was a larger man. Who's and, a big guy? And you 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 are not a larger man. And it was just like this should be like a poster for the movie Twins. <laughs> it was just like it.
1: I remember. You look so miserable. I had the seat was empty. I think the ride was getting ready to start. And I'm like, okay, we're good to go, girls. It's gonna be fun. All of a sudden, I'm like, hold on, one more up front. And I'm like, oh, who's gonna join me? And he comes. He was a big dude. He was a very, I mean, with twice my size at least. And he, yeah, kind of spilled over on top of me. And I'm just like, Argh. Oh man,
5: you look so crabby. Maybe when, maybe for the birthday, we'll put, we'll post that way.
1: What's that guy doing right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's probably saying, you know what, Tommy? It's a great picture. Of you too bad that crabby jerk is next to you, looking all angry. He Why was that photo. small man
5: <laughs> doing <laughs> it? such guy. an
1: attitude? <laughs> He's saying just the opposite of this photo. Tommy, you're always so happy. You got that jerk next to you. Ruin the photo.
5: Finally, this morning, it's not clear if this guy was afraid, bored, sadistic, but now he is in big trouble. Firefighters have been dealing with a big wildfire near Provo, Utah this week. It started Monday afternoon and burned about 40 acres. Luckily, rain doused it later that night. But firefighters have been dealing with hot spots the last couple of days. But the reason it's making headlines is because the guy who started it explained what happened. He's a 26-year-old named Corey Martin, and he told police that he accidentally started the fire while trying to kill a spider. He was up on a mountain. He saw a spider... And he tried to burn it with his lighter. While he accidentally set the ground on fire by mistake, it's not clear if the spider made it out or not. I'm guessing not. But uh, Corey is now facing charges for reckless burning. They also found a a jar of weed on him along with some drug paraphernalia.
1: You know, either step on the bug if you really need to uh, to kill it or just walk away from the thing.
5: Or, you know, if you're out... In the forest, you're probably going to see a bug or two. This is their home. You're just living in it.
1: Come on. You ever see the video? You you found that dead rat in your neighborhood last night. There's a video where there's, it's like the guy's a rat problem and it's it's awful. He tries, he sets the rat on fire. Oh. Horrific. So the rat panics and just beelines to the guy's shed. So this rat is on fire and he runs a guy's shed and within seconds. The entire shed is engulfed in flames.
5: Sorry. Don't even feel sorry Mm -hmm. for that person. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like rats either, but I'm not going to set them on fire. That's awful. This
1: guy got what he deserved. It was so funny seeing him getting what he deserved. But I felt bad for the rats? Yeah, for sure. So we kick off the 7 a.m. Social Club, and we'll start it in three minutes. We'll be live from 7 to 8 the entire hour on our Facebook page and YouTube page, Mercedes in the Morning. Join the fun. It starts in three minutes.
5: M. Byhold, Numb Little Bug on Mix 94.1. I, uh, I didn't realize the success that, uh, would come with this game and, and we played it yesterday. It was, I told JC there are certain songs that, uh, everybody knows, but you just don't know the artist. So today, uh, we are going to bring back part two of a game I made up. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, this
1: is the World Famous Games. Songs you, <laughs> you've you heard before but don't know the name of? C- close.
5: Songs everyone knows but doesn't know the artist. Yeah, name. okay, that's what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, so much fun, man. See, see if you guys can figure this out. Um, songs that everyone has heard of before, you just don't know who sings it. You'd be surprised. There are a lot of those out there. And I quizzed you yesterday. I gave you a point for getting one right. You got a minus point for for getting one wrong, and I think you ended up with plus one. Is that what you were at?
1: Yeah, I got down to negative two at one point, and it made the climb back to zero, and you gave me one more to end it, I ended with a plus one.
5: Okay, so let's see if you can identify some of these songs. I I am convinced that we all have heard these songs before, but most of us don't even know who is singing these songs, and it was all inspired by... What's that song? Jane is Here?
1: Oh, Lily is. No, Lily, after oh, my Lily dead dog. Com- yeah. Oh, yeah, Lily is yeah. coming in. J- the way, or... The Jazz song we played for the pre show You Pick Him yesterday. Well, what
5: was that song called? Lily Steph? is Here. Lily is Here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was. But I, I heard that song. I just. I, I didn't know who sang it. I still forget. Candy Dolfer. Oh, yeah, here's the song. Candy Dolfer. David A. Stewart. Our boss yesterday was like, I was just testing you guys to see if you notice that. I'm like, no, you put that in on purpose. Right? Okay, so, songs that everyone knows but doesn't know the artist, game part two. Here is your first song. Okay. Do you know who sings this
1: song? Yeah, this is Kaja Gugu. Oh
5: my Too gosh! Shy. That is correct! Kaja
1: Goo! Wow, okay, start with a plus one. Oh,
5: you started the positive category. This is amazing. Congratulations. Feeling good with Kaja Goo. Okay, song number two. That we all know, but don't know the artist.
1: Hey,
0: hey. Hey,
1: Rock and roll part two, Gary Glitter.
5: What? Are you serious? Yes. You got it. You are two for the positive. Oh, my goodness. Two for two. Did any, everyone have like a... So, when I went to see you in Boulder, there was a little chant you would say at a certain part of this song. Uh-huh.
1: Did you guys have that? don't uh, even know that you know. Oh,
5: it, it, it had an expletive in it, so I can't okay. recite it. But when I almost said it on the air when that part came out, I was like, ooh, better not. Okay. JC, you're positive too. Whoa. Can we That's keep a lot this We got to move on here now. This is, uh, yeah. Well, I, I think you have a good chance of getting this next one, too. Songs that everybody knows but doesn't know the artist. Number three. This is not. Oh yes, yes, yes. I actually skipped one, but.
1: Do you know the song? Did you know Mercedes? I did not, but it was on the list that people said. (laughs) The song. The song is called "Amen, Brother." Yes, "Amen, Brother," and it's by the uh, the uh, Righteous Brothers.
0: No.
5: Who is this? I've never heard of it. You haven't heard it? Okay, well, I still gotta take a point away because yeah. they say you should know it. So that is by the Winstons. The song oh, Okay. Harry
1: and John. <laughs>
5: I don't know about that, but um, so now you're back at one, as Brian McMahon okay. would say. Okay. Song number four. I'll stop the world and with you.
1: You see the difference and it's getting better all the time. Modern English, melt with you. Yes! Oh my
5: gosh!
1: I need a second to think of uh, that that one. Yeah, modern English. That
5: is correct. That is, I melt with you by modern English. Modern English. We're starting to get, we're going to start and get really. So, plus two
0: right now,
1: though.
5: Uh, Yes. Plus two. Can we go to three or are we back at one? Here's the next song
0: Clowns to the left of me,
1: Jokers on the the right. right. Here Here I am stuck stuck in the middle. middle with you. Stuck in the middle with you.
3: Yes
1: Steel wheels. Steel Wheels. Steel Wheels. Stuck in the middle with you. Steel Wheels? Yes. Ah! Eh, you were close,
5: though. Way better than I would have gotten. Steelers Wheels.
1: Steelers! Oh! <laughs> Sorry. That's they, a no. You know, fans know him as Steel Wheel, but, you know, the official name is Steelers Wheels. It's Steelers Wheel. Isn't that Steel Wheel? It's Well, according
5: to Steph. Steph, can you double-check that? that I actually her the list, so that's according to me, but will you just double-check? Because I want to give J.C. the point if he's... It, it, I it was right. Steel wheels. Okay. Who sings stuck in the middle with you? Because you got steel wheels. Staff?
2: The answer is Steeler's wheel. Ah. ah
1: so close. Sorry, so so. Sorry. I'm so I'm proud of myself on that one. I actually proud. am
2: proud of you, because I would have
5: said like Elton John or something. <laughs> I had no idea.
1: Reservoir Dogs that that song was in.
5: Um, okay, next song. You're gonna get this.
1: This is going to be the last one.
5: Oh, Hi. it is? Oh, yeah. then I wanna get one that you're gonna
1: have a hard time with. <laughs> Where am I at? Plus You're plus, plus one. one. You're back at one. So I'm either gonna end positive or I end flat zero. Okay, here we go. I'm not safe for. <laughs> I know the song too. I don't know the name of the song though. That's the name of the game. You know, I know. the
5: song, you don't know
1: the artist. I don't know the name of the song though either. The, the just... name of the song is Flagpole Sitta. Uh Harvey, 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 Harvey something. It's Harvey something. Harvey Wimpleman. No, Harvey. Harvey Wolfganger. Harvey. Harvey Stop Setter. Harvey, it's Harvey something. We got five Harvey seconds. Danger. Harvey Danger.
5: Did you Google that? I'm looking right what? at you. Yeah. The answer is Harvey Danger. How did you even know that?
1: I just, I just, I don't know. Something just triggered in it.
5: Oh my Whoa. gosh. Wow. Do you have your, you have your Shazam open? You have your Shazam open. My Shazam? No. Oh, Okay. I thought
1: you. Were gonna I, do I love, Shazam. I love, I love the self doubt. <laughs> Mercedes it's not self-doubt. <laughs> it's doubt on you. I don't doubt myself. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't
5: have anything open. I'm joking. <laughs> That's amazing. Nice job. I had no idea who that was. Yeah. I just, I've it heard was that was 90s, song, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Was it the 90s? JC, you ended with a positive...
1: Two. Whoa. That's
5: way better than last last time.
1: It was. Wow, that was fun. Was uh, you could have ended working.
5: with a three, though, because there was one I was It was just too easy for you, specifically, because I know you love that song.
1: Was it a U2 song or something? No, bro? it uh. was.
5: Well, like, I think most people know U2 songs. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure there's some people out there like, I don't know. Who's that? Uh, that oh, that was fun. That is good. Get your brain working, too. Coming up here in the dirt, DC Comics makes a $100 million mistake. What happened? Details on the way.
0: All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix
1: 94.1. We have our 7 a.m. social club taking place right now. You can watch the show, Mercedes the Morning, YouTube, and Facebook. And we're having some really interesting, intriguing, off-air conversations as well.
5: Yeah, we can hear your conversations from down the hall, apparently.
1: Yeah, that's not So I went to the bathroom, and it was in front of our bathrooms. I said hi to a co-worker, and you can hear that all the way in your studio through the shut door. Yeah.
5: You're, is that a sign you're talking too loud? or that these are not soundproof, like we thought?
1: Maybe it was loud. That was the
5: first time I've ever heard you. I, I, I don't know that my hearing got really good all of a sudden. In fact, it's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were hearing, too. You are hearing the studio next to you.
5: Yeah, that, yeah, that's but, true. But that I'm, I'm hearing everything today. What's going on? Did they remove the soundproofing from my studio? What's going on? Yeah, you hear
1: everything that's happening right now. Well, this is, this is kind of nuts. So the DC Comics film. Batgirl, will be completely shelved by Warner Brothers. That means it won't hit theaters or the streaming service HBO Max. That was kind of the plan. Fans are not going to see it. The movie cost close to 100 million dollars to make and it's pretty much done. They were doing test screenings for in anticipation of a late 2022 release. Those screenings got such bad reviews that the studio decided to cut its losses and run for the sake of the brand's future. It, this is they're calling this a DC disaster. Almost 100 million dollars went into this movie. It's pretty much done. Uh, but they just don't want it, they're going to shelve it, it's not going to happen. Batgirl will rank among the most expensive cinematic cast castoffs Ever, um, I feel
5: sorry for whoever that person was that played Batgirl.
1: Yes, it's, it's, you're done. You're it's never going to see the light of day. Her name is Leslie Grace. She was in The Heights, so she played Batgirl. The movie also stars J.K. Simmons, Michael Keaton, and Brandon Fraser. But whew, not going to happen.
5: Wow, I hope they change their mind. How bad could it be? I know
1: that people are like, oh, it's awful. You know what? We can't risk our brand being ruined by this movie, so just gonna, just, it's going to go away.
5: It was ruined on that version of Batman Forever with Mr. Freeze and stuff. That was where it got ruined. You can't ruin it anymore.
1: Was that with George Clooney?
5: I think it was. George
1: Clooney was Batman and. I did
5: like George, but I thought that it just got kind of crazy there.
1: Mr. Freeze was played by Arnold, right?
5: Yeah. And then Danny DeVito was Penguin, I think.
1: Yeah. Was he in that one, Penguin? Because he was the Penguin, yes. Maybe,
5: maybe he wasn't. I'm, maybe I'm confusing them.
1: Michael Keaton, the original Batman in movies, he is 70 years old, and he made this list. There's a thread online where people are talking about the oldest celebrities that they still find attractive. And here are some highlights. Michael Keaton, 70 years old. still People still find him very attractive. Jane Seymour, 71. Elvira, she turns seventy-one next month. She's on this list. Very attractive. Sally Field, 75. Uh, Dolly Parton, 76. What about Jeff Bridges? Do you find Jeff Bridges attractive?
5: Um, that's uh who uh,
1: Refresh My Memory. He's the dude, isn't he? The dude. He plays the dude in the in those movies. The what dude? movies? The dude. Is that what the movie's called? The dude?
5: Oh um I don't I know what you're talking about but I've never seen those that movie. Uh it's a cult classic. What's the name yeah. of that like
1: I don't think it's called The Dude but he plays the he is The Dude.
5: I've never seen that movie so I can't answer that. Uh what what what's that movie called? People are screaming at their radios right now. We should be know we should know this.
1: Or yeah, if you're watching, if you're watching the live stream, punch it up on the screen so we can see it. Oh, the 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 Big Lebowski. The big Lebowski, yeah, yeah. John Goodman was that, yeah. Uh, uh,
5: no, I, uh, I never saw it, but i um, I mean, he's not not attractive.
1: Harrison Ford, he's eighty years old.
5: He is. Yeah, isn't that nuts? He looks great. Eighty years old. Wow, he's very attractive. I uh, mean, I, I I I don't know. I don't like this whole ageism thing. Like, wow, you're you look good for your age. You know, that's so that that's so lame. Everybody's beautiful. beauty is beauty.
1: Yeah. Doesn't matter what age you are. Beauty yeah. is beauty. Tom Cruise apologized to a couple for interrupting their hike with his stunts. This happened to a couple in the UK. They say they were out. They're, imagine you're out walking, doing a hike at Red Rock or something. When, when Tom arrives next to you on a helicopter at the top of the mountain to do a paragliding stunt. He apologized to them when he noticed they were there with their dog. And he said, sorry for disturbing your peaceful walk with all the noise. I like your dog. And then he said, see you later, folks. And then jumped off the cliff. What is he, Tweety Bird or, Bucks P- Bunny Porky or Porky Pig? Yeah.
5: <laughs> see you later, folks.
1: <laughs> I, I love this thing, like, folks. See you later, guys. Hey, folks. Have a good day, guys. See you later, folks. <laughs> and then he's off. Uh, but there's there's photos. People that were at the Bob of the Mountain got pictures of Tom Cruise when he was landing. He landed, got in a car, and took off and was done. He was filming scenes for Mission Impossible, the latest one.
5: I'm convinced that guy loves doing stunts. I think when he goes to Starbucks, he like does a flip just to get into the door or something. <laughs> he loves doing stunts. That'd be a great SNL skit. Tom Cruise... Everything does his stunts? Yeah. He goes to, like, his doctor appointment, and he, like, falls in from the <laughs> ceiling. I'm here for my checkup, man. Prostate exam. <laughs> okay, Tom, he's going to walk in the office, buddy. <laughs> Front handspring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom Cruise, always doing stunts. Next hour or so, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They'll be here Saturday night, Allegiant Stadium. We have your tickets at 825. When you win, heads up. It's Mixed 94.1.
0: Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're
2: the first voices I hear in the morning.
0: On Mix 94.1.
5: Coming up in What's Trending in the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about an 80s cult classic being remade. We'll tell you what movie that is. And are you on board for this remake? also we'll talk about it but i i I think it's worth bringing up now because he was just such an icon the passing of vin scully uh he died yesterday at 94 they uh the dodgers actually put out a statement yesterday uh it said vin scully was the heartbeat of the dodgers and in so many ways the heartbeat of all of los angeles just such an icon and we were talking about him earlier just listening to some of his his clips this this is one of my favorites. It gives me goosebumps every single time.
0: It's time for Dodger baseball.
5: I just, it can't help but smile. And, and I'm not even a Dodger fan and I love the guy. And I just considered it such an honor to be able to hear his voice, if that makes any sense. It was just,
1: he was incredible. He touched, I mean, so many lives that he, that, that he touched, just broadcasting all those games. And we're so close to LA, and there's so many Dodgers fans that live out here. And it's just, it, it, it has to be a neat feeling knowing you've touched that many people. And it's kind of been like the backdrop, the, the soundtrack to so many lives. People watching baseball, Vince Scully on the background, calling the ball game. which just there summer after summer after summer for so many people.
5: Yeah, and, and to think of how long he's been doing it, I mean, he... Is truly, he started calling games for the Dodgers in 1950 when the team was still in Brooklyn. Like, that's that's amazing. Here's a, from 1974, he called Hank Aaron's 715th home run.
0: One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is
1: Oh, they had, uh, so you
5: want to cry, oh they, just, i i he was so amazing.
1: they had photos of him, like press photos and stuff he's up in the broadcast booth back in the day, like so long ago that he's he's plugging lucky strike cigarettes and beer as well at the same time.
5: oh my gosh is there is there uh, two questions who do you think uh, like has one of the most iconic voices? i mean he's i i personal opinion, I think he was the best sports broadcaster to ever live i think he was i mean in my mind there is no better but as far as like voices who do you think has one of the most iconic voices whether it's in sports or otherwise uh 702 364 and also is there like a celebrity passing that really affected you i was so i was so sad last night i still am just hearing that it makes me kind of weepy but i never met the guy um like I said, not even a Dodger fan. I just really admired him.
1: As far as voices, and he was on the show last year, I think Al Michaels has such a, such a great uh, and, and iconic voice. Here he is. The ball game with late 80s when the earthquake took place during the, the World Series. Was it late '88, 89 that took place? Here's that
0: call. Second base, so the Oakland A's take, take. take.
5: Yeah. I mean, and then of course the the hockey game.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. do you believe in miracles! Yes! Unbelievable.
5: That was uh yeah. I that that just that gives me goosebumps too. Aiden says Nichelle Nichols, uh, from Star Trek, she just passed away and yeah, he said he cried. I'm sorry. I know that she touched so many people. Um just she also an icon. Uh Dylan says Chester Bennington. Ah, oh, that was a tough one. That was a real tough one. But my husband met him and said he was probably one of the nicest celebrities he had ever met in his life.
1: It's, it's crazy how these the celebrities touch us in that way. I remember when Randy Savage passed away. Macho man Randy Savage. And, and there have been a lot of wrestlers that have passed away. And I always get sad when I hear that news. But something about Randy Savage, because he was the guy that I loved as a kid growing up. I've met him a bunch of times. at fan meet and greets and stuff. And he was just, he was such a part of my childhood. And then also into the 90s wrestling as well. And so when he died, he had a heart attack. And I think it was like 2012, 2011, 2012. I remember that night. Because Laura was out of town for some reason that weekend. And he passed away. It was like a Thursday or Friday, and I had friends that stopped by my house just to check on me <laughs> to for, give you their yeah. Real be wishes. like, hey, we're in the area, Can we swing by. I'm Aww. like, yeah, sure. Why? And it was just odd, and they were coming by, and and uh, my 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 friend Sarah's like, well, we just want to make sure you're okay <laughs> because we heard about Randy Savage. I'm like that's sweet of you guys. I get
5: it. I get it. You know who else? Just voice wise, and and we you brought them up earlier. I can't watch Golden Knights game without hearing Dave and Shane. I, when they have other people doing it, I get upset. <laughs> I'm just like, it just doesn't sound right to me. It, it, it makes me, it makes me nervous. I love hearing, especially when Dave shouts score like that's That's the best.
0: Score! Big goal by Mercedes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Custom work for you. Custom work.
5: Thank you. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> and,
1: and, and I, think, I think we all agree. We want those two to be the, the voice of our Vegas Golden Knights forever, you know? Let's have generations of kids grow up listening to Dave and Shane yeah. as, as, as your kids grow up and they have kids. And just always that'll be the voice, the constant voice of our Vegas Golden Knights. And what a cool thing for them as well.
5: Some of the texts we're getting. Harry Carey, Chicago Cubs, uh, Michael Buffer. Uh, this one says uh, Chris Cornell was the saddest. Yeah, that one, too. Bill Russell, the original GOAT. That uh, T- Taylor Hawkins. Oh my gosh, so many.
1: That was a combination of voices we liked but, and celebrities because Michael Buffer's still alive, right? Yes, okay. and,
5: and voice, iconic voices and then celebrities so means, who passed away that devastated us. Because you said and, and that. And sometimes
1: both, <laughs> they fall into both categories. Too. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. All right, so we have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us?
5: Okay, we are going to talk about uh, Equifax. Uh, they had an error that changed millions of people's credit scores. Hopefully you were not one of them. We'll tell you what happened coming up. Also, what do kids learn more of in college? Job skills or life skills? That is on the way. And a new study finds what technology that we think the future holds. Are you uh, cool with some of these things? We'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3.
0: Let's go. Here we go. 3, 2, three. It's time for the hot three on Mix Nutty
1: 4.1. The hot three, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
5: The credit reporting company Equifax, they made a big mistake that may have cost people loans and mortgages. The company is one of three credit reporting agencies. And early this spring, they sent out the wrong credit scores to lenders like J P Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and more. Millions of Americans had their scores changed. By twenty points, either higher or lower, or and had their scores go from zero to from seven hundred to zero, Ooh. or the or the reverse and more. I, I've never met anyone with a, a zero credit score. I didn't even know that was possible.
1: How long did this last person? Someone's going and apply if you if you hit everything just right and you got bad credit and your credit got bumped up and you go in and apply for that loan for a car, then then you were set. But if reverse, you're going in the same time, like, oh, it's not going to work.
5: Yeah. Well, they say most credit ratings range from 300 to 850 with higher scoring consumers getting more favorable terms. So that could have really changed uh, what happened. But Equifax says they fixed the error. And they refer to it as a coding issue, and they say that they're working with customers that were affected by that.
1: Well, i glad they caught that thing.
5: Yeah, but if you already got denied for a home and then the home sold to someone else, oh. so I don't know what they can do about that. It could be so bad for people. Yeah. Also this morning, are you sending a kid off to college this month? If so, what do you expect them to get out of it while they're there, new job skills or new life skills? Or new drinking skills. Hopefully not the latter. So Sophie's uh, not a drinker, is she? Not at all. She hates alcohol. That's good. We were in France and she could she could drink there. So they offered her wine. She's like, No. <laughs> I was like, You can have some if you'd like. She's like, Ugh, I hate alcohol. So do we'll you, we'll
1: do see. You, do you think your roommates are drinkers?
5: There's one I'm getting a bad vibe from. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know if that mean and I don't know that she's a a drinker, but there is just one I am not getting a good vibe from. The other one seems very nice. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. That's
1: tough. Going to three room, uh, three three uh, roommate situation. Two other roommates oh, walking in that thing. That's a tough situation. I to be know.
5: In. And and like I hate the three. You know, three's is a crowd dynamic. One person always feels left out. I don't know. We'll see. It's it should be interesting. But
1: the the do they do roommates know what Sophie's mom does for a living.
5: I don't think so. Okay. I hope not.
1: <laughs> they be listening right now, and hey, welcome.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they have any clue, okay. uh, hopefully. A new poll done by uh, Texas Tech found 73% of us agree college is not just about book learning. It's also about learning how to be an adult. And people were asked to name the hardest things about college and getting good grades did rank first, but it barely beat out these next three. Learning how to manage your time, having more responsibilities, And living on your own. So uh, 85% of people who've gone to college say it helped prepare them for real life. The top things they picked up were organizational skills and figuring out what they were passionate about. Also, the old idea that you'll never actually use your degree might be outdated now. 70% of people in the survey said they're still working in the field that they got their degree in.
1: Oh, let's go around. Are you working in the field? You got your degree in? Uh, Degree,
5: yes. Yes. Not what I originally went to school for, but what but I got my degree in, absolutely. You oh, because
1: guys... UNLV was communications? Yes. Ah. Yes. I am hotel administration is what I graduated with from UNLV, 1997. I am not using my degree.
2: Steph, are you using your degree? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I did communication at San Diego State, but there was also a journal media studies at San Diego State. So it was more, what I studied in communication at State was more uh, broad, general communication.
1: Your microphone's really low. It
2: is. <laughs> No, it sounds good to me in my ears.
5: It but, sounds good, yeah. but yeah,
1: I, I brought you up. Normally, Steph, you're on the lower side. I really pegged you up really high. It's
2: like we're playing tag here. Like, okay, yeah. Mercedes, you were the first two days. All right, Steph, you're next. And then JC, you watch out for your microphone. Yeah. I feel like the only way we can fix it is if we invite
5: our uh, engineer on the show and they can like test it while we're on just the air. We we're we're like, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 that's good. That's good. So, stop, stop. Because <laughs> otherwise they're just, you know, they it's it's hard for them they're kind of going in blind like okay you need it turned up i'll turn it up but you don't know what's too high what's too low but we'll get it figured out um in the meanwhile you can just (laughs) enjoy the frustration stuff i'm sorry um finally this morning a new study is revealing some of the future technology items that will be most likely be a big part of our lives by 2050 and research says households will be ultrasonically blasting their clothes clean Instead of like putting them in a washing machine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Using washerless waterless dishwashers will also be something and eating bugs for dinner. We kind of touched on that the other day. Uh, Other predictions include kitchens that are going to operate without water ultrasonic waves powering dishwashers like we just said um and uh it comes after this new study that says that adults believe that self-stocking smart fridges will also would be the most useful piece of tech in decades to come wouldn't that be nice if it's just like oh you're out of this <laughs> a new thing appeared. it
1: just pops in magically shows up yeah. orders through amazon like it knows you drink Almond milk and realizes your your almond milk is running low. It automatically places the order for almond milk. So when you come home from work, your almond milk is waiting for you. I'd like
5: that. But then again, I don't want anything to go to waste because it's like we all do it. We buy that same bag of salad and I'm like, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat this. And then it goes bad and I throw it away and I just replace it with another bag of salad that just goes bad and I throw it away. So it's just I keep it's throwing it away. Of, yeah, I, like I once in a while I'll open it and I'll be like, eh. Why do I buy a bag of salad, and then I, I throw it away? Because a
1: bag of salad to me is very deceiving, too. When I look at the bag of salad, it looks like there's not a lot of lettuce in there. In my eyes, I'm like, oh, should I get two bags? How long is this going to last? And Then we'll make a big salad, and there's still a lot of lettuce left there. A bag of salad goes a long way. Yeah,
5: it really does. The top uh, predictions for 2050 are uh, self-driving cars, which we kind of have now. The smart fridges that restock themselves. Apps to help with recycling. Lab-grown meat. And smart kettles that make you a cup of tea or coffee.
1: Well, we kind of already had that with the, the Keurig. You can program it to have your cup of coffee ready to go in the morning.
5: I think it's more like uh, just, oh, here, have a cup of tea. You look like you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Ro, read your face. In, yeah, and exactly. Over.
4: He's grumpy. Get you him some coffee. some tea.
1: <laughs> Coming up here, 8 o'clock hour, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're going to be at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, and you're going to be there. Those tickets for you at 825.
5: <laughs> It is 7.58. Make sure you keep it here because in just a few minutes, we're going to have your tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. are going to be in town this weekend. Allegiance Stadium, that's happening with Heads Up in just about 15, 20 minutes. Then at 9 o'clock your chance to see Harry Styles in concert, a mixed flyaway to check out Harry. Uh, It's so exciting. His Harry's House tour going on right now. And then also in the 9 o'clock hour, Katy Perry tickets. We have a lot to give away this morning.
1: Uh, Some people say there are two types of people in this world. Do you agree with that? For example, there are two types of people in this world. There are people who let their gas tank um, go completely empty until they fill it up, or there are people that fill it up when there's still half a tank left. There's two people. uh, There's two types of people in this world. Uh,
5: See, I, I actually want to bring this up because it's very timely we my husband's been giving me a hard time about this lately so whenever my gas light goes on that says like you need to fill up it's i don't know if it's coincidence or if there's something about my neighborhood or what but it always turns on when i'm going up this hill to my neighborhood always so like i'm two minutes away or not even two minutes i'm like you know 10 seconds away from my house and so i'll go in and i'll be like my gas light just went on and my husband thinks it's a ploy for me to get him to go fill me up mm-hmm. with gas and he's like why don't you fill it up when you notice it's low and i'm like because the gas light is not on why would i fill up my car when the gas light is not on that means that there's enough gas and he's like you should just notice that it's getting low it, no So he always, so yesterday I pull in and it was actually the gas light turned on as I pulled into my driveway. I'm like, I took a picture. I'm like, you're not going to believe it. I'm in the driveway. It just turned on. He's like, yeah, sure.
1: I'll get you gas, you know? But you're you're the person. You you go below, you take it to below half a tank before you even think about it.
5: Oh my gosh. Yes. I do it only when the gas light turns on. Now I don't let it go to zero or to empty, but I I do. I wait till the light turns on.
1: I see. I, I get to half a tank in my car. At least I get to half a tank and I fill it up.
5: What? who does that?
1: And I think one of the reasons why is because I'm always, I just, I, I wash my car, I think twice a week at least. So nine times out of 10, I'll pull in and I'll just gas up the car and buy the car wash through the pump. So that's when the, one of the reasons I'm doing it. But when I get half a tank in that car, I'm like, Oh, it's time to gas up.
5: I, I don't understand that. Why do you do that, though? Just because you want to always have a full gas tank?
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just I get to the half tank. Let me take care of it now. Because what if for some reason I get in the car and I got to go for a long drive and then I got to gas up? I'd rather be closer to full than closer to empty when I get in my car. Don't
5: you know if you're going to go on a long drive? Like you you don't just all of a sudden like, oh, I got to drive to
1: Indiana today. You never know when that trip to Indiana is going to pop up, Mercedes. I'm going there this afternoon.
5: You're going to know. I don't. uh, Yeah, I guess I'm the other one. Okay, so two types of people. I'm one,
1: you're the other. People who jump right into the water and people who need 20 minutes to work themselves in.
5: Oh, I need 20 minutes to work myself in. I have to sit by it, put my feet in, (laughs) get used to it. I am not jumping in. I'm a
1: jumper in. When when, when I'm out of the pool on the weekends, just kind of hanging out there outside the house, I'll just just go all in. Just get right in. It's like pulling a Band-Aid off. Get it... Pull the bandage off. Pull it slower. Pull it fast. I I get right into the pool. Also, I I
5: can't do that because that means I'll get my hair wet, and I don't like to get my hair wet in the pool. (laughs) So I just have to walk in slowly. And then I do that thing where you put your arms above the water. You're like, "Ah, ah, ah," try to get used to the temperature of the water. That's me.
1: Well, okay. I should rephrase what I do. I do do one foot in. I kind of one foot in to test the waters. So then I step in and then I, I kind of dive in where I'm not going fully under, but I go all in everything head up and then I'll dip my head under. So I don't I don't do like cannonball style. I've got this weird fear. Cause I heard like it happened once of someone's pool light Something happened, and it electrified the entire pool. So when the person dove in the water, they were electrocuted, and they couldn't get out, and they died. So I have this weird fear. So every time I go <laughs> jump in my pool, I do dip the foot in. Not so much to see if it's cold or hot, just to see if I'm not going to get electrocuted. Well, then
5: you are uh, working your way in, not the spontaneous, fun, jumper in. I guess, that I guess you say so. The toe
1: dip. I guess the toe dip. Uh, those who will never let their phone power go under 20%, and those who let it die all the time.
5: Um, I get nervous when it turns red. Uh twenty percent. I'll I'll plug in. I'll if I can, if I have that ability. If it gets below ten, then I'm really
1: panicking. Yeah, I can tell the last time I got below twenty. 30. So my phone's constantly plugged in. When I'm in my car, I plug it in for to use Waze and stuff. And then when I get to the house, I might plug it in. So, But, yeah, I'd rather have it full than closer to empty.
5: Someone just texted us. It says, taking the tank past a quarter tank is bad for the car. Picks up dirty sediment from the tank. Uh, this one says, it's better for your car to not go past half a tank because all the sediment is at the bottom of the tank. Yeah. Whew, okay. Well, I-, I guess I'll keep an eye out for it. I just I always figured the-, the light, that's the... I follow the light, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, those that pee in the shower and those that don't pee in the shower.
5: I do. Come on, who doesn't?
1: I do it all the time. I so mean, easy. It's
5: just. I, I. mean, if I have if I have to go before I'm getting in the shower, I won't. But if I'm in there and then I need to, but I don't say, "Oh, I gotta pee." I'll, I'll just wait till I get in the shower. I don't do that.
1: <laughs> um. Let's see here. Smart watch or traditional watch? Smart. Traditional. Instagram Reels or TikTok?
5: hmm that's tough i think i go tiktok although i get better I, I i get better success with reels for some reason one of my things just went over 1.2 million and i'm like what for what it was like that fairly odd parents trend and all of a sudden i'm getting all these followers i'm like what is happening that's awesome congratulations and like, well, that's well, huge thanks but there i these aren't people i even know <laughs> like
1: i it, and that's the one that a lot, a lot of us that didn't know the thing or watching. Like, oh, this is cute. What does that mean?
5: Yeah, I was just like, of all things to go. Yeah, it's at 1.4 million that's right huge. now. That's huge. Like, what? And that
1: was Instagram, right? That's Instagram. Yeah. I, I've
5: had a couple of TikToks go viral. But I just prefer TikTok to stay TikTok and Instagram to stay Instagram. I like the difference between the two.
1: They're starting to blend, right? Yeah. Downtown Summerlin or downtown Las Vegas?
5: Summerlin. <laughs> I'm
1: a downtown Las Vegas guy. Summerlin or Green Valley?
5: Well, just because I live there, Summerlin. I do like Green Valley, though. I I was there last week. We were doing our wind-down Thursdays, and man, it's so beautiful over there. So people are so nice, too. There, and people. I think people are nicer in the Green Valley area than in any other part of town. They were overly friendly. I walked from the parking lot in, and people were like, hello. I'm like, hello. <laughs> Did you say hi? They're like, hi, how's it going? I'm like, what is happening here? Why are people don't saying Don't talk hi to me. No, I liked it. I was just caught off guard. <laughs> Mason,
1: get away. <laughs> what are you people doing in Green Valley? Uh, uh, Summerlin I'm folk. married. Oh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Summerlin folk, we don't say hi to people.
5: I don't have those conversations as <laughs> often.
1: <laughs> now, coming up here this hour, there's tickets to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Saturday night at Legion Stadium. We have them right around 825. It's about damn time. That's Lizzo with the number one song in the country, kicking off 60-plus minutes commercial-free and Red Hot Chili Peppers. They are in concert Saturday night at Allegiant Stadium. Your tickets to join them coming up in about five minutes.
5: If you ever want to call us or text us, you can do that on our studio line. It's a 702-364-9400. And answer this question, I sometimes people do something that it's just its so sweet. And in my opinion, it's a way of saying I love you Without actually saying, "I love you," what can someone do that says "I love you without actually saying the words so the other night I was uh switching purses and i i do that every few months just to you know if I put some wear and tear on one I'm gonna switch to another one, so I was switching out purses, and my purses was just so heavy <laughs> I'm like. What am I carrying in this thing that I don't need? And I noticed a lot of the weight was coming from my wallet, not because there's money in it. There's actually zero money in it, but um, it's just a big wallet. And then, you know, with the zipper on it and everything, it just, it weighed a lot. And I made a comment to my husband. I was like, I got to get a smaller wallet. This wallet's it, it takes up so much room in here. I mean, I don't, I really do don't have anything in it i i just need a little tiny coin purse type thing for my driver's license and a couple of credit cards and he's like oh yeah and i just made a note to myself that i need to start look at some wallets when i get a chance and i i found one on uh online and i showed him I'm like, do you think that that'll fit my stuff and he's like let me let me see it he's like yeah it should and so that was it that end of conversation get home from work the next day and I go upstairs to change to work out, and on my dresser is that wallet. Oh, the exact wallet. He screenshotted it and, and sent it to himself, and I didn't even notice. That
1: is so sweet. Wasn't that the nicest that is a thing? Little thing, so sweet. Sir. I I
5: was like, and I I when I call my husband by his full name, I was like Matthew. Mm-hmm. And what I go, what did you do? And he's he's like, I just want to do something nice totally a way of saying i love you without saying i love you and you don't have to buy someone something it was more the fact that he he listened he heard that. And mm-hmm. I, I i didn't expect anything. I was going to get it on
1: myself. But it was just really sweet. Uh, what is that little thing to show someone that you love them? It could be t- it's a, that tiny, tiny little thing that goes so far. The most recent thing for us, um, is, I think it was this past week or the weekend prior, but we both, we Laura gets up early to go ride the horses, like 4 or 4.30 in the morning to take care of the horses. And I think it was this, this past Saturday. And then alarm goes off, 4 o'clock, you know, she gets up and. And normally I get out of bed first and go downstairs and do the dogs and stuff. But I was just kind of slow getting out of bed when she was getting dressed. And she went down before me. So I came down a few minutes after her. And it's such a small little thing. I don't have a cup machine in the house, but I drink coffee every morning. And I use one of those electric tea, uh, tea kettles. And she had just had plugged it in, put my water in, and had my water ready to go. I came downstairs. I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, that's sweet. The water was boiled water. So simple. But it's such a nice little gesture where I can just come downstairs and just pour my cup of coffee. Didn't have to put the water in it. Didn't have to wait for the water to boil. It was sitting there ready for me to go. I'm like, thank you so much. It's so sweet of you.
5: What is the thing that someone can do for you that says I love you without actually saying the words? Uh, this one here says, when they say, I made your favorite food. Just out of the blue. Yeah. Like you, you, you love this food. You didn't say anything. And they're like, Hey, I made your favorite food. Like, whoa. How, first of all, how did you know that? Second of all, thank you. You know,
1: those little things just, yeah, they go so, so you don't realize how far they go until you're on the receiving end where you do, you, you think you're doing nothing for the person, like a little quick thing. And they're so appreciative of that little gesture you did for them.
5: This one says, Figuring out their love language and doing something that speaks to them the most. What is your love language? How do you figure out your love language? Well, what is it that appeals to you? Like what, what is it that, um, that gets you, that makes you happy? There's, you know, there's different kinds of love languages. Like your love language could be food. Like you, if someone wants to like eat with you and, and, and do things with you, that, that could be your love language. Your love language could be physical touch. When someone touches you, um, Getting gifts could be your love language. There's different things that could be your love language.
1: Um, maybe food then, or physical touch. A hug goes far a long way with me. Um, I'm not big on gifts, and so yeah, little little gestures. Go a long way with me. Is that part of someone's love language? Uh,
5: yeah, it could. Well, like there, there are actual different love languages. They, they, there was a book called I think it's the five love languages. I know, touch and gifts was one of them. Uh, touch was one, gifts was one. I think time, time was one. Like quality time. Um, oh, Steph just put them on. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Those are the five love languages. So I think of those five. Mine is quality time. I think my husband's is physical touch. So we have different love languages. So you have to learn how to speak their love language.
1: So for you then, going on a walk with Matt at night is a really nice experience. A quality time together. You have nice conversations. So for Matt, he would want that walk, but at the same time be holding hands?
5: Yeah. yeah. Like he he just, he he likes to touch me a lot. And I don't like to be touched except by him. Like, I'm totally fine with it. Um, Actually, that's a lie. I actually do like some touch. But he, you know, if I want to make him happy, I will be touching him. And, and, you know, (laughs) 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 that's him. What's what's your love language, Steph, Uh, with you and James?
2: Uh, I think mine is words of affirmation and acts of service. James too is physical touching. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: so you guys, just what, what's with all the touching?
2: And words of affirmation is him
5: telling you that you're
2: beautiful, yes. or things like that. And being and if he says something mean, I take it to heart. So I'm like, ah. Uh. Let's just remember on um, words of affirmation, babe. Words
5: of affirmation. <laughs> you got to remember that.
1: Yes. Let's do this right now. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play heads up, which is it's fun playing the game on the air. But we have a great prize for you today.
5: Yeah, we have Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets. These tickets are yours right now. Their world tour coming to Allegiant Stadium this weekend. And you're going. Just be caller 20. Pick your category, pick your partner, and you get six answers in 60 seconds. You win. 702-364-9400.
0: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
5: Okay, our contestant is Melanie. Good morning, Melanie. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, hi, you're colour 20. Get to play Heads Ooh. Up. Are you ready to win these Red Hot Chili Peppers I, tickets? I am, I am. Okay, let's uh, pick a category. Do you want to go with Holy Guacamole, Mary Jane, or Fruit Fly? Let's do fruit fly. Fruit fly. National Watermelon Day was yesterday. So these are all different kinds of fruits. Pretty easy. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Famous last words. I I heard your grunt. uh. (laughs) Uh, um, Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning?
1: Mercedes. Okay. All right, Melanie. 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct. And you're going to be with the Red Hot Chili Peppers on Saturday night. You start now. Justin
5: Bieber sings about these. He gets them down in Georgia. Peaches. Yes, um, this is uh, a like a, an orange-colored fruit, and it's got like really dark black seeds in the middle of it. Or, or is it? Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of tropical. Um jackfruit yeah i'm gonna pass on that pass. one um granny smith uh fuji um Apples. yes uh, this is um similar to apples they're green they have an odd shape at the bottom and then they're skinnier at the top Pear. yes um you might dip these in chocolate or whipped cream they're red Banana, strawberries? Uh, uh, yeah, strawberry? Yes, um, strawberry. They come in green or purple. Um, you might have make jelly out of them. Plum? Um, no, they're smaller. Um, d- um, uh, Cherry? Uh, n- uh, no. Raspberry? Th- n- no, they're green strawberry? or purple. Um, Great. Uh, yes, seconds. yes. This is a green fruit with a lot of seeds inside, and they're fuzzy on the outside.
0: Nectarine?
5: No. Peach? No, it's green. Oh! Oh! Candy, candy. Oh! You know, I take full responsibility for that. I jinxed us. I'm like, sounds easy. And then look. Look what happened. I
1: surprised you what you stuck with Kiwi. Didn't pass to something easier. Kiwi, man. I saw a Kiwi on there. that I thought that'd be a hard one. It was fuzzy
5: on the outside. Like, what else is fuzzy on the outside? Solid description. Oh, Oh. man. Melanie, uh, hang on the line. and We're going to make sure that we get you um, a consolation prize. I'm so sorry. That means that Color 20, right now, you get these tickets. Mango was the one that I spent too much Mangoes. time on. Mango! <laughs> <laughs> Call her 20
1: 702
5: 364 Sometimes you get so frustrated by the people you live around. You can choose what's it. You can choose your friends. You can't choose your family, and you can't choose your neighbors. You just your neighbors are who your
1: neighbors are. I think your brother used that line at your wedding. Did he on video? Yeah. No, he
5: said you can pick your no. You can pick your friends. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friends' nose. That was literally in my brother's (laughs) graduation or um, wedding a speech to me. I was like.
1: Okay. I think we still have that clip somewhere. I'm going to find it. And if we do, that'll be the line of the day. That was a golden moment. That was a golden moment. There are
5: many golden moments from from that (laughs) day. Uh, But yes, uh, and and Steph is going through something right now where I
2: bet you wish you
5: could pick your neighbors, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I have our old card, the Jetta. It's parked kind of... On the other side of the building, but we could still see it from our apartment and we'll drive by it or we, we check on it from time to time. And so what we do is this past weekend, we look out, we're, t- we're walking Momo and there's a group of guys next to the car and it looks like they're working on their own car. But what they're doing is like they're drinking and they're leaning up against other people's cars. And we're like, oh, heck no. So we're looking to see if they're leaning up against our car. The Jetta And we're like, okay, thank God they're not leaning up against ours. But they are leaning up against our upstairs neighbor's car. And we wanted to go out there and like kind of fend for them and be like, hey, step out our car. Kind of like pretending it's our car, but really it's not. But we didn't. We just kind of let it be. And they ended up, the thunderstorm came through. They ended up going inside. So the next morning, I get ready for work. I walk outside. I look at the Jetta just to make sure everything's good. And they left a the Heineken bottle. Right on the ground next to my car. Rude. Ugh. And so what I did is I walked over there. I got the Heineken bottle. Threw it away. Like, come on, you guys. The, and I've never seen these group of guys before. But I oh, you a I just wanted to say, you guys, please, if you're going to drink, throw away your stuff. And two, don't be leaning up a car against cars that you don't know.
1: Are they parked right next to your car doing that kind of work? I'd be upset. If someone was outside leaning against my car and putting beer bottles on top of my car, I'd be fired up.
2: I Okay, so I um they were working on it, and they were working it right next to our car. So you, there's the upstairs neighbor's car, there's their car in the middle, and then there's my car right next to it. I would have put that Heineken
5: bottle on their car. They're like, oh, you left this. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You can take care of it. It was nice of you to throw it away. Although that's kinda like shots fired. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's how we
1: gonna play? All right. <laughs> Steph was thinking about smashing the bottle. Uh, going, oh, come here! And then going up to the yeah. door. and are like, you wanna want leave this <laughs> thing ah! I'll slice your throat. <laughs> Taking it to a whole new level. What
5: do what do your neighbors do that really annoys you? Hey, Dana, what is it for you? Good morning. It's when my neighbors take pictures of my home. They take pictures of your house? Yes, and it's not like I have the most glamorous house on the street. My home is between two other two-story homes, much more glamorous than mine. Why do you think they're doing it? I don't know. It's creepy. <laughs>
1: that it is creepy. It's re- I mean, yeah, if someone's asked, i so so taking creepy. photos of my house. I did catch, uh, there, I did see a guy once. He was taking photos of, I was driving through the neighborhood taking photos of houses and I talked about it on the show. I came on the show the next day, talked about it, because he took a photo of my house, uh-huh. and then went up the street, took other pictures, and then someone pointed out he was with HOA. There was some kind of violation. They were catching oh. violations. That was the case for my guy, and I did get a notice a few weeks later about I had to paint my garage door after that guy came to my neighborhood.
5: That that guy, that was HOAs. I, I get a kick out of the uh, picture-taking of the Google Maps people, and when they come around, I saw one on the freeway the other day, and they were right past me. I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they're taking pictures. So I rolled down my window, and I did a peace sign. So I hope if there's ever like a two fifteen map that you'll see me in my car doing a peace sign on Google Maps.
1: Have you looked at your house on Google Maps? Are you home or because unless it's been updated, it's been it's, it's an older picture. Uh, I am not home in the house.
5: Um, I th- the last one they had of our house was um it was old because there was no solar uh system on our our roof. I uh-huh. was like, oh, this was before. Uh, we moved in but let's see here Uh, now you got me curious i'm gonna i'm gonna zoom in oh now the solar panels are there oh yes okay no one's at my house full trees so it must be sometime in the summer but the, the right tree looks healthy, and right now I think our tree has a sickness, so I don't know what's going <laughs> d- d- You know, like, your trees can get a sickness?
1: Oh, I'm not, I'm not I'm laughing at your detail. I'm not laughing at your tree sickness, because that's, that's not fun. If you, especially well, here in Vegas, when trees get, yeah, there's something going on with them. I, I,
5: there's a guy on one of the TV channels. He's a local guy. I think he works for Star Nursery. Does anyone know how to get in touch with that guy? Will you come out to your house? Because I, I feel like one of my trees is growing, like, so healthy and so f- just bursting with leaves is beautiful and the other one is growing and it has some leaves but there it's not as full as the other one and i'm like oh i think this one's sick but i don't know and i like that 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 plant guy does anyone know who he is he's he's so knowledgeable
1: is it uh, has it been that way for a long time because i had two trees in front of our house for 10 years we moved in and and gosh 12 years we moved in in 2010 and they look like brand new trees that the prior owner had put in they never grew they, they never, ever grew. They're the same size for 10 years. So you drive through my neighborhood, lush trees in front of everyone's house. And there are these two trees of mine just, they didn't grow. And I had someone come out and look at them. And it has stuff to do with the soil, the way the sun hits it, the watering. Are they getting enough water? And it got to the point where we had to, have to replace the trees. So we put in two new trees in there. One of them is just like gangbusters. We put them in back in April, going nuts. The other guy, he's taking his time. He's growing. Not as much as his brother, though. He's taking his time. He's taking his time. Interesting. They used to be
5: on the same pattern, but I I really think the the one is just not, was not feeling, it's been, this is the second year I noticed that. Uh, Trinidad, good morning. What does your neighbor do that drives you crazy? Uh, Good morning. Um, Something that drives me crazy is my neighbors have classic cars and they drive up and down the street in the middle of the night racing. And sometimes I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. I have work tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Dri- the, like, classic cars are beautiful. And, JC, I know you can attest to this, but they are so loud.
1: Yeah, you get a lot loud muscle car or something. I feel bad, too, in the morning when I start my car because my car is loud. I don't I don't think my neighbor, you know, they, maybe they can hear it because – when I pull in behind my house, I have to drive behind my house to get to the front of my house. And when I pull behind my house, Laura says Jack's inside. He hears it. He oh, knows. He does. He knows it. Oh, Dad's coming home. He's coming around the corner.
5: Yeah. Um. It, it, sometimes, like there's, uh, I'll be able to hear. Cars like that are really loud from the freeway from my house, and I'm kind of f- far from a freeway, mm-hmm. but I can hear them in the distance. Like,
1: I'm like, oh my gosh, what kind of car was that? There's a the, uh, there's a version of the Mustang. It was I know the 2020 had a that Imagine they kept it in it, but you can c- kind of uh, control the muffler settings, so it's not as loud. Oh, really? So you're starting early in the morning, driving to the neighborhood is not as loud and throaty as it normally is.
5: I, don't you wish people had the muffler settings too <laughs> that you can control how loud and throaty throaty they are. (laughs) Karina, really quick. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, I was just going to recommend um, a solution for your sick tree. Yeah, what is it? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. What's the solution? Um, There is a company here in town. They've been in town for a very long time. It's called First Choice Tree Service. And they're a large company and they do, you know, obviously specialize in trees, but they have a whole uh, department that is, you know, dedicated to um, sick trees and they have an arborist. They have kind of like this tree doctor that comes out and helps, you know, analyze what the possibility of the, the illness in the tree is. And they, you know, they find different solutions and they'll even tell you whether or not it's salvageable. Oh, my gosh. I-, I totally will have to get that number from you. Uh, thank you so much. I, uh, I, I lo- love the fact that, like, I just picture a guy in a white lab coat with a scoco out and just visiting the tree. I think that's so cute. Turn your head and cough, Shree.
1: Yeah. Okay, thank you.
5: I just haven't been feeling
3: like myself <laughs> lately.
1: <laughs> we're uh, we're inviting you to Harry's house. Uh, this is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. That's happening at 9 a.m. And before that, we have the hot three. What do you have for us?
5: What do you think is the most beautiful city in the world, according to science. We're going to talk about that coming up next. Also, there is a new work term that's going around. Have you heard of quiet quitting? It's a lot what a lot of people are doing nowadays. And how many times a year Will we treat ourselves? It's all about the self-care. And we're going to talk about that coming up next after Nikki, you're Daisy sunroof is on mix.
0: 94.1. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty
1: 4.1. The Hot 3. It's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Uh,
5: There's no doubt there are a lot of beautiful places to visit all over the world. And while beauty is very subjective, there's a new report that claims to have used science to pick the most beautiful city in the world. So uh, this report from Online Mortgage Advisor looked at Google Street View for front-facing photos of hundreds of streets and more than 2,400 buildings in historical cities worldwide to determine the most beautiful city in the world. According to science, they looked at corners of each building to determine the proportion of the longest and shortest lengths of its dimensions. They compared um, to what is considered the golden ratio, which is used as a barometer of beauty. Um, With all of that in mind, the report picked Chester, England as the most beautiful city in the world scoring an 83.7% alignment to the Golden Ratio. Coming in just behind Chester is Venice, Italy, which scored an 83.3%. And at number three was London, England. The only U.S. city to make it in the top 20 was...
1: Guesses. Um, uh, The
5: only city that's that was considered beautiful in the top in the top twenty.
1: Either San Francisco or New York. New York. New York. New York
5: came in at number seventeen. But yeah, your top five is Chester, uh, England, Venice, Italy, London, Belfast. Uh, and Rome, Italy, those are your top five. Also in the top 10, you have Barcelona, Spain, Liverpool, England, Durham, England, Bristol, England, and Oxford, England. So a lot of beautiful places in, in England, apparently.
1: I just popped open some photos of Chester, and wow, the photos that they have, it is it is pretty cool. Something like a, like a cartoon, some of these pictures they have of these buildings, it's nuts.
5: Yeah, I um, I had never heard of Chester, England before, but now that I'm looking at it, it's like, oh, wow. It's like a fairy this tale. In some really of these photos, right? Beautiful. Yeah. I kind of want to go there now.
1: In Venice too, the picture they have in Venice is stunning.
5: Yeah, let's go to Venetian. Uh, there's yeah, there's a lot of uh, places in England. I mean, you just go to England and then you can visit all these different cities mm-hmm. and really get your money's worth. Um. Also, this morning, so are you? Um, are you treating yourself? A new study is revealing how many times a year we actually treat ourselves. Uh, we deserve something nice once in a while, right? The study found eighteen percent of people will treat themselves as a reward for stepping out of their comfort zone. And one in 20 simply do it so they can post about it on social media. Almost nine in 10 people believe it's important to their personal well-being to regularly indulge in little luxuries. Not surprisingly, 45% admitted that they are treating themselves less at the moment due to The cost of living crisis. Now, how are we treating ourselves? They can be something from like really small to really huge. The uh, top ways we treat ourselves. Number one is just giving ourselves a chocolate bar. Just like something chocolatey. That's a way to treat ourselves. And that goes a long way. JC was enjoying some chocolate on Saturday night
1: when we went out. Oh, that was so good. We got a chocolate
5: board, like a charcuterie with all these different chocolates. And JC, you were going crazy. I
1: went to town. We were at Wally's and they brought it to the table and I reached over. I had a couple and then uh, you slid it down in front of me because everyone else was kind of done with it. And I'm like, don't, no, don't put it in front of me. I don't have any self, I don't have any self control. And you're like, just enjoy it. Do it. And so I just sat there. (laughs) Treat yourself. Ooh, it was good. There's some nuts on there too. It was a that was a that was good chocolate. I I do, as I was eating it, I was patting myself on the back, saying, "You deserve this, kid. Enjoy it."
5: Yeah. Also on the list, uh, getting like a, a Starbucks or just some sort of takeaway coffee. That's what one way we treat ourselves. A glass of wine is number three. Uh, d- doing uh, sleeping in just a little bit longer, and also letting a let her, letting ourselves play some video games. Those are all, all ways that we treat ourselves.
1: Those all sound fantastic. I, the, the Starbucks thing is my my go to one that venti caramel frappuccino when i'm going to get it I'm, I'm mentally rewarding myself for something oh you worked really hard on this or go and when i get it i en- i sit there and i enjoy it for a minute before i take off i always yeah. drive through and pick it up but i'll sit there and just suck on it in the parking lot and then i'll start my drive
0: yeah
5: it's just a, a nice little way for you to kind of reset yes you know finally this morning um i think we've all known a few people who went their entire careers like this um have you heard of the work term quiet quitting yet
1: um, I have not, but it's just the opposite of someone goes out with a bag like, I quit
5: this place. No, it's a, it's actually a little different. There's a whole TikTok video that's summing it up pretty well, and it's gone viral. That's why people are talking about it again. It's not when you actually quit your job. It just means you stop caring so much and you refuse to go the extra mile. So work is like not your top priority. Basically, you choose only to perform your specific job duties. So instead of giving 110%, you back it off to whatever you can get away with and not get fired. Man. I think we know a few
4: people oh, like this. Yeah. Uh-huh.
5: Um, the goal is to make sure that there's room for other stuff in your life so you're not a workaholic, which is great, but obviously there's a fine line between having a good work-life balance and just being lazy. Uh, it's it's not just trending here, too. It's also happening in other countries, including China, where they use the term tongue ping, which means lying flat. It's possible the pandemic caused it. People who were overworked finally got a break and they realized that, hey, free time is nice and they wanted more of it. And the fact that the, the wealth gap is widening probably has not helped either when it seems impossible to get ahead. People just don't try as hard.
1: They're just, and they're just, doing, the, just doing the bare minimum. Just do the basics that get you by with your job. Quiet quitting, you guys. Look it up. <laughs> uh, but so, many, so many people are popping their head right now. <laughs> um, Harry's House. We're inviting you to Harry's House. This is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. You get to pick the city. New York, LA, Chicago, or Austin. you Your chance is coming up in three minutes. It's Mix 94.1.
0: All this late
1: night talking. Harry Styles, Late Night Talking. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. That's a great sounding song from Harry Styles.
5: Uh, I think every song is a great sounding song from Harry Styles. (laughs) Is,
1: Is that the one that we thought was going to be the second single?
5: Um... I don't know. Is that what we said? I'm not sure. There, like, there's a couple that are being worked right now. That one is being worked, and then the uh, music for a sushi restaurant. The also, sushi one, yeah, I love that song too. So, yeah, any anytime you play Harry Styles, it's a good day for me.
1: <laughs> uh, has your kid ever crossed you in a certain way? done something dirty to you, or just you? You, you couldn't believe, like you said to yourself, that's my child. What are they doing? I have a friend of mine who is big time. Uh, they went to Georgia. They love the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia everything. They're Son is going to Alabama, and when it comes to college football, Alabama and Georgia are pretty big rivals.
5: Are they the biggest rivals?
1: I mean, they're pretty, yeah, it's pretty intense between between Georgia and Alabama. They have some historic games uh, throughout the college football history, and apparently, they have a, uh, Alabama has a big engineering school. He's got some friends that are going there, so it's it's a great thing for his son. But at the same time, it's like ah, this is a bulldog house, and you're going to Alabama.
5: Do you have to turn? I mean, do you have to say okay? Well, you know. it's my kid and I'm going to support them. And now I'm going to be a Georgia fan or an Alabama fan or whatever.
1: Oh yeah. How does that work? And then do you, yeah. When, when they play, when Alabama plays Georgia, where does your allegiance fall? Do you root for the team, the college that you went to and you are supporting your entire life or, ah, my kid goes to Alabama. So part of me has to root for my college, my my son's college. That's going to be a tough spot.
5: Also like, what if your kid makes the big leagues and you're a a lifelong fan of, you know, the, the Dodgers and they get drafted to the Giants, the big their biggest rival. What do you do? I mean, you gotta be a Giants fan, then your kid plays on the team. Come on!
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, you'd have you'd have to root for your kid's team. You'd ha- in that situation, you would have to, right?
5: Yeah, I mean, if it were me, and, and you know, like, being a big Yankees fan, and let's say I had a kid and they got drafted to the Red Sox. I would just have to say, I love you, but never speak to me again. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> I would never
1: do that. Well, I think, too. I mean, and, and parents, have, have you ever been in this situation? How did you, how did your k- kids cross you, if, if that's the case? But, when I you know, lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan, I left Las Vegas to go do radio in Washington, D.C. And I'm like, I, and they're like, yeah, you know, you should probably root for the Redskins, or the, they were the Redskins at the time. I root for the football team, and I'm like, nope. Sorry, I'm a Cowboys fan. Not going to do it.
5: Yeah, like you're not just going to change your allegiance. I mean, you could support them still, but I think it's funny when people are just like, no, you you can't like them anymore. You can't like them anymore. I I had the biggest debate with someone about that with the Raiders. I support... All Las Vegas teams. But I'm sorry. I was a Broncos fan growing up. I'm not changing it. I'm not. It's just that's what I was, you know? That's
1: your allegiance. It's in your blood. Yeah. You grew up that way. It'd be hard to... I mean, you want to see the Raiders succeed, just not past your Denver Broncos. <laughs> exactly. Succeed to a point. Yeah, they can win all the games they want, just not when they play Denver.
5: And I love Josh Jacobs. He's one of my favorite players, so I support him 100%. <laughs> it's
1: a, that's a tough situation to be in. Raiders come to town. You're a Broncos fan. It's a hard thing to be. So, my friend, I think, you know... Do you have an Alabama, the hat that says, one side says Alabama, the other side says Georgia, so you can show, hey, I'm still a Bulldogs fan. But yeah, my kid goes to Alabama. Uh, I
5: think you make it fun, and uh, an inter-family rivalry. You know,
1: like, oh,
5: man, how could you go to the other side? Like, I love you, but bleh.
1: What if Brooklyn started to root for the Red Sox?
5: Uh, I would be completely
1: distraught.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd, I would give her the hardest time ever. I would just constantly be on her, and but do it in a fun family way. I think a lot of families will have... I mean, I, I, I know people that... One couple we know, he's a Packers fan. She's a... Is it Vikings? Are mm, they, yeah. And they are constantly battling, but they they make it fun. So I think that they can still make it fun with
1: your friend. The key is make it fun because... Grew up in Philly rooting for the Cowboys, friends and I, we would have fun. But there'd be some people like my uncles were haters. They would come to I would like be in tears. They were so vicious. They were savages when it came to when the Cowboys played the Eagles. And and this is, you know, when the Cowboys were bad and, and the Eagles were always winning. I, I oh my gosh, I would leave their house in tears. Like, Did they what? do that to everyone, or maybe they just didn't like you? Maybe they didn't like me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they are cool with my dad, they're cool with my brother, they just targeted me. <laughs> he was just JC. Everybody else is fine. We just don't like him. <laughs> the Cowboys, the Cowboys weren't even playing, they're just making me cry. Like, why are you doing that, Uncle Ron, oh, Why are you doing this to me? I just wanted to be loved by
0: you no get out of here. Probably trending already. We're
1: trending now.
0: You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1.
5: Vin Scully is trending this morning. The longtime voice of Dodger baseball has died at 94 years old. The team released a statement Tuesday night that said Vin Scully was the heartbeat of the Dodgers and in so many ways the heartbeat of all Los Angeles. I think that we all know his famous line.
0: It's time for Dodger baseball.
5: Dodger president and CEO Stan Kasten said, We have lost an icon. The Dodgers' Vince Scully was one of the greatest voices in all of sports. He was a giant of a man, not only as a broadcaster, but as a humanitarian his voice will always be heard and etched in all of our minds so many iconic uh baseball moments that he uh that he talked about he started 1950 which is just if you think about that it, it, back when they were the dodgers were in brooklyn here's one of his uh famous calls uh, this was uh kirk gibson's walk-off in 1988
0: and all- Answered the demand until he was physically unable to start tonight with two bad legs.
3: High fly ball into right field. She is gone.
1: Ah, what a moment in time of its sports. And his voice behind it makes it even extra special. It
5: really is. Just one more. I gotta play it because he didn't just call baseball, he also uh, is famous for calling uh, the catch, Joe Montana to Dwight Clark.
3: Third
1: I think his foot was out of bounds, but still a very special moment in sports history right there. I
5: Yeah, I mean, and you may not have even been alive to see that, but it, it's a very iconic moment. And I, I've never, is that the, is that it's, the argument? Yeah, well, I mean, oh, it, you, you're They were playing the Cowboys, playing so you the,
1: would disagree with that. Yeah, playing play the Dallas Cowboys, and they, and they won the game because of that. Went on to the Super Bowl, and that was such a big thing. And it was in back corner of the end zone. His feet were in, but I don't think they had instant replay and camera angles like we had today, obviously, back in 1981. So I always question that. We're both feet in, White. Did you get them both in? Mm -hmm. Still a very, very special moment in sports.
5: Yes, for sure. Also trending this morning is Roadhouse. Jake Gyllenhaal is coming for one of Patrick Swayze's 80s gigs. It has been announced that he is taking on... Patrick Swayze's iconic role in a remake of Roadhouse. Now the idea first surfaced back in November of 2021. It is now definitely in motion. The 1989 movie was only a minor hit when it was first released and a poorly reviewed one at that. In fact, it's now become a cult classic and uh, it's. it sounds like the new version will will up the action just a little bit more. is going to play the dive bar bouncer with a mysterious past as a former UFC fighter and the the setting's going to be with, from Missouri move from Missouri to the Florida Keys apparently. The new roadhouse is set to begin production in the Dominican Republic later this month. No release date has been set.
1: I didn't believe the movie stars Sam Elliott as well kelly lynch was that his his, his love interest in the movie i don't know
5: i uh i think i've seen it one time but like i said earlier my uh husband loves that movie
1: and will watch it any chance he gets oh terry funk wrestling superstar was in that movie as well that's cool cast they have there.
5: yeah so finally this morning snickers is trending a new seasoning blend that makes everything taste like snickers is being rolled out to stores nationwide this month. It's from the Mars Candy Company. Each jar is filled with around seven ounces of Snickers, but in powdered form. So you can put it on things like ice cream, milkshakes, pancakes, frozen yogurt. It's not the first time a candy has been turned into a seasoning. They did the same thing with a Twix version last year and then before that, we talked about it. They did a cinnamon to- toast crunch one called CinnaDust. The Snickers version should be available everywhere by the end of the month and that is what's trending. You're a
1: Katy Perry, her residence at Resorts World, her uh, residency at Resorts World. We've got your tickets this hour. Actually, they're coming up here at 940, so it's about 14 minutes away. From your tickets to go see Katy Perry.
0: Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing
5: I turn on when I
0: wake up. The best on Mix 94.1. Hey,
5: hey Elizabeth. Hi. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. You are doing great because we have a pair of tickets for you to see Katy Perry. Yeah. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Her new residency play at Resorts World. You're going for free. Nice job. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you for listening, Elizabeth. Hold on one second. We need to get some information from you, but you're all set. You can go see Katy Perry. We've got these tickets all week long at 940. And actually, Heather Collins has a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
5: And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you missed anything from the show, you can catch up. You can catch up on our social media. You can follow us at Mercedes in the AM. You can also check out our website, Mix941.fm. And you can download our podcast on the Odyssey app. It's easy. It's there or wherever you get your podcasts from. Keep up with us. Catch up on what you may have missed and uh, get some good content from us when we are off the air. We are headed out the door now. J-Love is on the way next, but right now it is time for the line of the
1: day. We mentioned that Mercedes' brother dropped some good advice on her wedding day and actually found the audio. Oh, boy. So let's go back and revisit Marcos and Mario, their
3: words of wisdom. Here we go. Hey Mertz This is all I can tell you And my only advice Is you know You can pick your friends And you can pick your nose But you can't pick Your friend's nose No just kidding I'm just kidding Really what I want to say is I wish you the best of luck And Matt You know He's a good guy Just keep him away From the Jaegermeister. And it'll be good
5: <laughs> I hope you Merch and Matt Have a very good life together And Now I gotta go <laughs> Mario was so small He's literally a grown man now. Oh my gosh. I've I i, I can not believe I've been married that long. L-
1: listen to the clip. I'm gonna pull it down. Listen to the music playing in the background.
3: Hey Merch, this is all I can tell you. And my only advice is you know, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friends' nose. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I really,
0: live in La
1: Vida I we we were having a good time
5: then night. Living Vida Loca, man. <laughs> that was fresh new music back
1: then. That's awesome. So that'll do it for show. That was fun. That'll do it for show number 1670 of Mercedes in the Morning.
0: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, Uh, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?